0: And let's get this fucking show started. Listener discretion is advised. Previously
1: on Fantastic Forum.
2: You know, you you get disintegrated and reintegrated. And then your big blue penis is supposed to be hanging. So you get your nervous system, then your skeletal system, then your muscular system. And then once the skin starts going around it with your, you know, schlong organ i I've overpaid for a comic, but at least I'm going to produce content, maybe get a Pulitzer. He just forgot the horse cock, but other than that, it was pretty active. I think out of the four of us, I'm more of the furry one. What? I think so, because I always end up liking stuff with furries in it. I actually took a POV video of what it's like to be in there.
1: Embrace penises as long as they're not correct.
2: I hate this already.
1: Tune in to Fantastic Forum Live, Wednesday nights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific on allgames.com. Pretty cool. I get the keys ready to come in and
3: I'll just comment on the music. Tony. Oh. What is his name? Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Lois can never have Superman fail you. Ah yes, ah! critical ah! melancholy. Hey, I tried to teach you how
4: to handle plumbing in the sixth grade, but well,
2: oh no, you wanted to play Little Booty instead.
3: Oh, oh. I'm gonna see what's better than that one looks like. I hear a king blows up. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin, Boy Wonder.
4: The only way
1: you can bang regular tricks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him.
0: Fantastic forum. Assemble! Give us the Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us while we take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building On Skype, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey. Next, he is... Our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. And he goes by Oz.
4: All this nonsense going on before the show. I don't even have my whiskey. Boo. No whiskey.
0: That sucks. No whiskey's a bad time. Last but definitely not least. Or actually technically next because I guess I'm last and least. Is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. He's our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. You know you're lucky we let you back in, right? I I do know I do know and as for myself I'm the lucky one I'm Mary Young Welcome to Fantastic Forum we got a great Show for you today it's uh it's gonna be Packed we got all types of stuff to talk about today Uh we're gonna talk to you about Like do do a review of Uh Batman Hush the animated Movie we're gonna talk to you about About The Boys The latest uh Television adaptation uh we're Gonna talk about House of X Number one we're gonna do Our our weekly or semi semi-weekly uh swamp thing review and we're gonna talk about Alchemaria. so we got all that happening along with news along with whatever else it is that you all want to talk about so as you know we don't have a lot of time
2: it's called alcaringa of, it, time? Al-
4: what? Hmm? of called time what of time alcaringa of time love that no, game alcaringa of time dude that's not what you put in chat uh, uh yeah I know
0: okay well I'm just saying what what I said is what you told me to say <laughs> I was counting on
2: you saying it wrong and actually saying Alcaringa.
0: With with, is, is that, that
2: even a, in it? Is there an R in it? <laughs> right, I'm
0: looking, I'm looking, there are all these letters that, that none of those
4: letters were in the original. Right, but, you know, just like uh, like you mispronounced like, people's names. Like, I saw that text and I was like, I didn't see Max in that Swamp Thing episode at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, hey. Listen, so how do you say it?
2: Alcaringa. How do you spell it? A-L-C-H-E-R-I-N-G-A. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, granted, I didn't spell it right when I texted it to you, but you should have still been able to get it.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, I would not have known to put an N or a G in there. I mean, if you're
2: <laughs> you'll see the picture because I'm posting it, the cover. Okay.
0: Well, welcome to Fantastic Forum. We've got a great show for you. Before we do all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, and ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's LA is in the South Bay's best comic story. Get all your comic needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is uh, give them a call at
2: 310-538-3198. There you go.
0: They're open right now. It's Wednesday, so they're up They're up late. If you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, you got a few different ways to do it. Here's how.
1: Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com live. Join the party. You know you want to.
0: I know I want to, so do that. Jump in chat, jump on Skype. We're ready. We want your opinion. This show's interactive, so mess with us. Uh, You're going to have some opinions on some of the things we're talking about today. We know that already. Might as well share them. Tell tell us why your opinion is the superior one. Tell us why our opinions don't make any sense. All that. All that. Anyway, we talked about chat. Uh, I'm looking into chat. I see Tyra Claus says, what's a fantastic forum? Avengers Endgame is available now on digital. Don't know if you guys gotten it. I, I have not gotten Avengers Endgame on digital. Don't plan on it. I probably well, I should say Ain't it that much, huh? No, no, no. I mean I I love the movie. I just, you know, I would prefer a physical copy. Um I, I actually probably might wait to see if they just come out with like a giant phase, all the phase box set, like a phase one through three box set or something. Yeah, I don't know how much L- money that would cost, but
4: Lawrence wants a copy he can fuck. Wait,
0: what? Wait, what? he it's got
4: what? the hole in the middle. What are you what? What are you talking about? I'm saying you're gonna put your dick in the hole in the in the disc. The the whole like have why, why would I do that? Like first of all, that sounds dangerous. That's why you want like the whole thing because if you stack 22 on top of each other, then it's it's like a it's like a flashlight. <laughs> Jeez, wow.
0: Here's, here's a there. This is a little insight into what Oz was hoping for the DC Extended Universe here. <laughs> it's like Oz, Oz probably been dreaming about that since since they just, they announced that they were going to have their own Extended Universe. He was like, oh, I can't wait. It's like, like you were just waiting for that Green Lantern disc to come down. And then after that, you just got them all up and lubed
4: them up and do what you do. I got the Ryan Reynolds one. Oh, dude. I watch that every now and then. Oh, on God. purpose, not like Doctor Strange. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, that's
4: fair. But uh, yeah,
0: uh, eventually, I think I'll, I'll get them all—all all the Marvel Studios ones. But you know, I got to find a figure out a way for that to be viable. So. I wanted that Helicarrier one when they, well, it wasn't, like, remember when they made the set, the Helicarrier, the, the, what was it, the people, not not Marvel, because that was an unofficial joint, right, where they made the the Helicarrier for, what was that, at the end of Phase 2, was it, or was that the end of Phase 1? Phase 2. Yeah, it had to be Phase 2, because it it was able to hold, like, a whole bunch of movies in it, and I think, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was was saying that, like, it was anticipating the end of Phase 3 and had spaces for all the movies they knew of by then. Which it may not have fit them all, actually, now that I think about it, because uh at the time we didn't know Avengers the last Avengers movie was gonna be split into two.
4: There, yeah, I fixed it. <laughs> was it. Was that you? No. No. <laughs> he just hung up on Joe. Oh. I I didn't want to, but if you could see the levels I'm getting on, on this recording, like it, it's all I, static. No, even when you were talking, it's like no change in, I, in the level. I, I stopped talking altogether because I'm not going to fight with the vacuum cleaner. I think, <laughs> I think it's yeah. his fan. We should call him back.
2: No, I mean, well... We talked to him before we went on about it. Anyway, I blame you, Larry, because last <laughs> week he didn't have this problem. Last week he, he was crystal clear. I don't know what to tell you. I, I didn't do it. Yeah. Um. While we figure out Joe's thing, I, I don't know. Larry, you heard the show last
0: week, right? I did. I did. Great show, by the way. You all were fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's oh. all in the editing. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's all it's all in the editing. That's man. me. That's me patting myself on the back.
0: I'm not mad at you. No, it was it was fantastic. I was very impressed. I was like, man, like these guys don't need me at all anymore.
2: So for those of you out there listening, and and you, Larry, because you were part of the audience that day, I was, and Oz, because you heard me say it, and then Joe, because you heard me say it. Remember, I said, uh, was it comicsketchart.com? dot com? I'm coming for you yes i hit them up did
0: you get a response
2: uh yeah i got a response within 24 hours Mm -hmm. uh here's what i told them i said uh for those of you who don't haven't heard the previous episode basically there's a a company that buys up a lot of booths at conventions and then hires artists under contract to sell shit for them at a higher rate and uh they um, they split the cost with that, and then I guess they pay for your travel or whatever. I don't I don't know what the actual deal is. I, I got to find an artist that's pissed at them or something so that I can really find out how it's done but you know i I tried to get this uh book one of animosity signed by marguerite bennett or bennett and uh you know it wasn't signed some a total stranger uh sold it to me that wasn't marguerite bennett and uh there was no uh no kind of customer service you know this is what i wrote to them thursday right after the broadcast last week i said uh good morning i hope all is well and you guys are back from comic-con safely uh i bought an anim- animosity volume one trade paperback from what i thought was the writer marguerite bennett after i got my change back and saw that the book was 25 dollars, i noticed it wasn't the, the i noticed it wasn't marguerite bennett and the book wasn't signed the young lady that sold it to me didn't notify me if i could get it signed at a different time i guess my question is was the 25 five dollar price for the book alone or was there a customer service error I don't require a refund or anything, but I will appreciate a clear answer to my questions.
4: Who wrote that for you? (laughs) I was expecting, fuck you guys. You fucked me over. I hate you all. And you're all going to die.
0: This is this is the beauty of Moses. It's like it's not that Mo can't be diplomatic it's that he chooses not to be. So like when this fool abuses you, you know, it's personal. (laughs) Well, when here's the thing,
2: and I tell this to, to people that ask for me for or come to me for advice. I go whenever you have a, a query or a, a conundrum or a dilemma. Just ask yourself those four magic letters that they teach you at church. What would
0: Mo do? <laughs> it, it, was there an in the end of that? What was
2: I was I was in the middle of talking, but usually when I was just playing something and I talk, it cuts out. Uh, oh,
0: okay, gotcha.
2: So, whenever I'm writing something like this, I say, Well, okay, what do I want to tell them? And then I say, This is the advice I keep for myself and don't share with anybody. What would Larry do? So, I put myself in Larry's mindset, and on this 12th draft, I got that email. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh I did get a response from uh, a guy named Doug. I don't know who he is.
0: Comic Sketch Doug. Yeah, Comic uh, Sketch Art Doug.
2: He said uh "Hi!" exclamation point. Uh yes, it should have been signed. If it wasn't, you're welcome to send it to us at the next show she is at and we can get it signed. Uh I don't know how that helps me because I don't know her schedule. <laughs> he didn't tell her schedule. I don't know what their
4: schedule is.
2: It's where probably, they're
4: gonna be and she's gonna be too. Uh I did some investigating on this too and they have uh, artists like they, they put the schedule on their website because they also do that. They have a service where th- you pay them money and they'll get you a signature.
2: Right. I, I mean, I get it. I get that. You know, they're probably going to sell all their artist stuff at every convention and not all their artists is going to be at every convention at the same time, but they sell all their stuff at the same time. I, I understand that. I don't know which one to send it to where they're both going to be at and how to send it to them at the convention. Like this email says. Uh, he goes on to say the twenty five dollar price is the price for the blue foil cover, as that is exclusive to Miss Bennett's table only. And no other store is selling that book. And yeah, when I did look for the book on other sites, it, it, he's right They I couldn't find that blue foil uh, trade paperback variant, which is kind of cool. It would, right. look, it would look better with a with a signature on it and a, a, a firm handshake from Miss Bennett. Um, but yeah, this email satiates my questioning but i have no idea how to get it signed from her now
4: oh you're right she i didn't realize this was marguerite bennett right it's totally different like
2: you saw the girl that sold it to me Nowhere near. Yeah, <laughs> like the exact opposite. What? And what does she
0: look like?
4: Marguerite Bennett.
2: Yeah, you know, a uh, uh, blonde lady.
4: Uh, I'll 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 post her picture in chat. Yeah. Okay. Me but a this was a
2: uh you know um yeah. I wish I would have taken a picture of the. You know what? I'm gonna look through my video files because I might have I might have had the. I think he did. I, yeah, I think I had the body cam going. So I'm gonna look. That's the, Marguerite Bennett. Yeah. Oh,
0: she's stunning.
2: Yeah, but she didn't sell me the book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. A, I just, I have no clue. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean... I am gonna have to stalk
4: her and get it signed somewhere. See the like, next, the or something. The next three locations I can see for her are Awesome Con, Mega Con, Orlando and Big Easy Con. I don't know the dates. Awesome oh. Con in Arizona.
0: We should go to Big Easy
4: Con. I'm guessing Mega Con Orlando is probably in Orlando. It, it's, but yeah, but it's in in Orlando, Nigeria. Oh yeah, no, I can't make that. Big Big Easy Cons in New Orleans, right?
0: Yeah. We should just do that.
4: Uh, I have to work. Man. Have you ever been to New Orleans?
0: No, but I want oh, to dude. Oh my God. Listen, it'll you, make you realize you don't even need a job.
4: Well New Orleans I, will make you realize you're a rookie drinker. Dude. Uh, well, I don't know, man. No, I've, 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 I've never been
0: you. I've never been more drunk
4: than I've been in New Orleans. Like it was life changing. Dude, I, I was in an Uber and he just happened to cross Bourbon Street. Sun had just gone down. There was already a dude passed out on the street. So a drink in hand in that giant uh, bear costume that that is like a stripper. The dancing bear? Probably. Not, uh, I think I think they do porn with this with this costume. Yeah, the dancing like, bear okay if that's what it's called yeah just passed out like head on and everything <laughs> <dead>. <laughs> like, he's just laying there it, the sun had just gone down so it's probably like know, six o'clock did he have abs? i don't know he had a suit he had the whole full-on suit okay. like the one the one piece suit in the head so it's like before he even did the show i guess this <laughs> fool's drunk already he's like that drunk. Here? Out cold. It, it could have been a dead body for all
0: we know. Listen, that's how you know the dude was that drunk. This fool, you, It's not like Oz could see his face, but Oz knew he was passed out because he was drunk. Like, this wasn't like heat exhaustion. <laughs> this
4: fool, like, this fool was that the, drunk that you the, could tell even though you couldn't look, see any visible parts of his body. This is how quickly this happened, too. Because we had, we had just gone out to get something to eat. Drove past Bourbon Street empty. So, within two hours, not only did Bourbon Street get packed, but this dude got so fucked up. Up that he was out for the night. I don't think they have it anymore, but they used to have drive-through daiquiri shops. They have normal. it. I had one. I had to get it. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, a, a paper
0: over your straw is a closed container.
4: Dang. And those, <laughs> are, those aren't even in Bourbon Street. Those, those are like everywhere.
2: My sister got mad at me at Comic Con because I pulled out a out of my um, my backpack. A bottle of whiskey and just started swinging it in the street and uh she's like there's a cop right there and i'm like he's not gonna do anything yeah he's yeah. busy protecting he d- the religious guys well no, yeah exactly like he was in that tower that you know that uh authoritarian muscle flexing tower i didn't see you offer your mom any i did offer my mom some oh i missed it
0: i like your mom doesn't drink whiskey she I mean, on my birthday she had some well yeah but that was your birthday she but, still drank yeah but it wasn't your birthday it was comic-con she's like like it
2: huh it's like like your birthday. I didn't realize I was living until I, sh- I went there when I was 16 for the first time. <laughs> there it
0: is. Your second birthday.
2: Uh but yeah, all this to say um and now they have dance Slot, So now I'm going to get dance slot stuff unsigned for 25 bucks. Unsigned? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we'll so see. I actually commented on this post cuz he like He's so excited to to be part of the
4: ComicSketchArt.com dot com family. Um, yeah, I got to start a racket like that. Dude, they they got everybody. I'm looking at the at the list. They they got everybody. Everybody that's worth anything. They got except for Jim Lee because he's he can't do it in time. And Juergens, of course, because Jergens, you know, is an upstanding member of the community and cares about his fans.
2: Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says uh, Moses Magnum was trying to be formal so that he hopes to get a free book from them.
4: Holy- I don't want free book. I want a fucking signature. Holy crap. How are all these female artists so hot? Like they're go supposed, to, they're supposed yeah. to be nerds. Yeah, but they're. But
2: that's the thing. It's like they 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 left the you know they left the douchebags from the academic decathlon to go to the comic guys because the comic guys were shy. I, I
4: man, I, I didn't realize. Ema, I mean, i saying this years, uh, Emmanuela Who? Emmanuela Lupacino? I never. I don't know what she. She's Lu, doing uh, the Mar- bombshells for DC.
2: Well, that's where uh, that's where I found out about Marguerite Bennett was on Bombshells originally and then she was getting you know she was winning awards and stuff for all this like big two uh Titles and then Animosity is like her creator own thing, so I'm like, you know what? If they're she's getting all that praise for that and she's got her creator own, I'm, I'm gonna get that. And then, as always, I wait till I can buy it directly from the talent, and then it
4: doesn't work. Oh, she did the cover for Plastic Man 4. It's a nice, they're like at a dance club. I think Batgirl and, and Catwoman are working the pole I'm gonna post that in chat, I like that picture. Fair. <laughs> word man they are they are on the poll aren't they yeah that, well, that wasn't a joke that's yeah
2: that's the update on uh on uh my beef with comic sketch art
0: so are you you gonna ask them for more information or what do well, you think
2: that's the thing i can i only have enough of uh uh diplomacy uh for that one email like now used it
0: all up yeah that, that I was your now and
2: I'm just a straight-up diplomat that was your diplomatic load yeah, that's
0: <laughs> Di- it. Diplomat. I'm, a, yeah
2: I'm a diplomat I'm not there I'm rat I'm it's all wrath now so it, it's like I mean you know well I didn't want to tell this story Oz was there uh one of our media friends that you know kind of does what we do we do uh, was a bit in a In a bit of a pickle And so I gave him or her My uh, my recorder I figured Use this as an ADR machine And then use your mic And then this will be Your second mic But then you just You know Sync up the audio And you'll, you'll be golden You know I go this one can actually Pick up all of you If you just hold it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see him Or her later And He or she actually Messaged me Later that day Hey where can I Meet you up for this I'm like well we're here If you want to swing by Bring it If not you know we'll we'll meet up tomorrow we'll figure something out I, i'm okay i got enough equipment you know to record i'm always prepared i got like three or four things um even now he or she hit me up and she's like hey i hope you you are not missing this but yeah I, I wasn't able to hit you up later uh how do we do this and i go all i said was you know if you want i'll send you um just got get a padded envelope and i'll send you the shipping the amount for shipping and just ship it to me because I don't have time to drive out to you and you don't have time to drive out to me. (laughs) Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we have to see each other till the next big convention. So uh, I don't really need it like that right now. But if you want to ship it, you know, I'll pay for the shipping. You know, I did the favor. I'm paying for the shipping. This cocksucker, Uh Doug, from from Comicsketchart.com, don't even say, hey, here's a stamps.com printout. Why don't you just send it to me? I'll make sure it gets signed and then send it back to you.
4: More importantly, you know, did he or she get what he or she needed? Oh, yeah. It worked out perfectly. Oh, great. Y-
2: yeah. It, you know, I came through, but. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, it was weird because it was, you know, we had just had a bunch of drinks. <laughs> and I'm stumbling across Comic-Con floor, still looking for Jergens, And
4: we, were, <laughs> him or her. <laughs> the, the artist, <laughs> not the lotion. <laughs> huh? The artist, not the lotion. <laughs> stumbling in the dark, looking for Jergens.
2: That's the title of this week's episode, by the way. (laughs) In fact, let me type this down. But yeah, you know, it it was a a serendipitous moment for him or her because exactly what he or she needed, he or she got. But again, all this to say that Comicsketchart.com could have just sent me a prepaid label or something or just tell me, you know, just ship it to us. Here's the address. Like I'll pay, you know, ultimately I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to ship it. I'm done giving them money. I'll I'll take twenty five dollars and give it straight to Miss
4: Bennett just for fun before I give them any more of my money. That was a good moment to uh, seeing somebody like freaking out that much that they weren't going to be able to do what they wanted to do. And just like pulling shit out of each pocket like, well, we got recorders, we got microphones. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those like funny scenes where they like they're
2: disarming the villain. Yeah, it just has all these weapons. That's how we were with recording stuff. Like I got, I got GoPros. I have the 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 Task Cam. I have the, we each have lapel mics. I have my watch that records. I have uh, oh. a, a full on audio recorder, and he had a full on audio recorder, and then mics that go into those. That's pretty awesome. I wonder. I don't think I was recording on the body cam when when that happened, but I got I got to look through that footage again. Nah, we don't want to out the person. I mean, just for my records. Oh, not, just to. Yeah. Just so when you find the Jergens, Well, just to show it to Larry. No, I, the Jergens one's already up. Like, Larry saw it. I was talking about the lotion, not the artist. And that one's up, too.
4: <laughs> yeah. who's, this last, who's this last person you posted, Oz? That's uh Cello. Lupe Oh, okay. Lupe is an I, so I'm guessing Chino. Lupe Because I realized I talked about how attractive she is, and I just kept posting her art because she's pretty good.
0: Yeah, the art's fantastic. Yeah, the art is good. What did
4: what is Spider Gwen? What did she turn
0: into there? What is that?
4: It's like the thing? Yeah, I think the part that says Gwen is covering like Ben. Nah, but then he's got horns. Yeah, it's a different universe, Ben. Oh, okay. I like that he still has boobs. So, gents, what should
0: we talk about first? We got a lot to cover. Should we? Should we do Batman? Should we do? Uh, let me get. Some, uh-huh.
2: Let me go. Alkoringa uh, Eu- Open- first because okay. it's um it's something I bought at Comic Con and okay I've, you know I spent you know a good amount of money at Comic Con so I might as well have it for content. Um, Eu- brushing- Alkaringa. Ey- o- Alkaringa we found on the way to while we were stumbling looking for Jergens in the dark. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know. Oz got to see this because he was walking with me where I'm total like sensory, uh, almost overload, overload, you know, like I see a cover I like, boom, take my money, you know, that that
0: cover is really striking.
2: Yeah, that really got to me. And all I really saw, like the girl in the you know, I put it for those of you listening, I put it in chat. Um, the girl dressed in white is the main character, but what really got me was that chaos monster in the back that like, Oh no, I spilled whiskey. Okay. Um, but yeah, that chaos monster in the back is like, Oh man, I want to know what this is. And then the ALCH in the title, you know, hit the alchemy part of my brain Mm -hmm. Um, here, give me this. And then You know, artists are getting smart because they have their little comic and then they start making little merchandise to go with it, like little pins and, you know, enamel pins are, are, well, they're dying down now, but they were huge about a year ago. Oh, yeah. Really collecting those and I love them. So I just keep buying them, but I never wear them. But um, they had one for the character and. The character on the cover, like, the art on the cover looks cool. In the pin, she looks a lot better. And then they had variants of the pins, like, you want the red dress, blue dress, white dress, you know? I went with red, because I like red. But, you know, this book is one of these, like, fantasy, uh, I guess... I don't know if it goes into urban fantasy where it's like it's real world stuff, but then they fall asleep and wake up in a different world. And they're, you know, the same people in that world, but, you know, different. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. Kind of like uh like non-player or uh, well, Larry, you remember non-player, right?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: So like that. Um, and this is kind of how it is. And you follow the, the main character in her waking life. The art itself in the book is actually pretty cool. It's very clean, straight lines. uh, Colors are kind of muted in the the real world. And then they're kind of muted in the dream world. But it's different. Like the backgrounds are are brighter and stuff. And uh, lets you really focus on the design of these people. Because that's one of the things that really got me when I was reading this. It's. The architecture when she gets to that uh, the city uh, they call it the city of, the city of the architects of dreams and uh, it's called Etikatai Etik Etikaitai Alor um, and then alkaringa I guess is another city like the main city or something but that little splash page when you get into that you see like. They do a real good job doing that architecture. Um, there's another panel in this book where it's just a rug, but the oh, no, it's not a rug. It's um, a hedge maze, but the hedge maze is in the background. So okay. it looks like, you know, you just see it off in the distance and all the lines are still consistent in a smaller version of this hedge maze. And uh, yeah, so it kind of reminds me of Gary Frank in Midnight Nation.
0: Wow. Yeah, good stuff.
2: In fact, you know, what? let me take a quick picture here.
0: Uh, like the I, I was looking at uh, an issue of Midnight Nation the other day and I was just like man that joint's really, amazing yeah
2: now you know the the artist here is a dude by the name of uh, Adam Frank huh maybe he's related to Eric Geert.
0: wait what yeah
2: coincidence yeah well look I remember I remember making a note of that when I first read it but I was high. So there was no paper or pen. Where is that page? Well, it was the opening page. But yeah, and the story itself is cool. Um, The it starts off with the main character in therapy, and she's describing this weird dream she has. Where you know, and they tell her to take more medicine, and Mm -hmm. the medicine, of course, had the side effect of making her sleep. So she goes into that that realm. And then there, then it goes to this other dude on the whole other side of the world. And he's like having trouble. Like he's like narcoleptic. (laughs) So when he knocks out in the waking world, Mm -hmm. he wakes up in the other one. But because I guess from the, I don't know if it's the chaos of him not being, you know, a set sleeper, like he just wakes up in random places. So he has to like, when they meet up, they can't find him.
0: Mm,
4: Okay. Yeah.
2: So there's a whole thing with him. Like they're trying to find him at the beginning. But yeah, it was an interesting book, and uh, this is the sad part of buying stuff at Comic-Con, uh-huh. is that you don't know where to buy it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't have a website or anything uh, the book? Um, they have, uh, yeah, AlcaringaTheComic.com, but it oh, says uh, for uh, character uh, photos, original soundtracks, and updates on the next issue. It doesn't say to buy. Well, you should. Updates on the next issue might be to
0: buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be. It may not be. But hey, I mean, they want to make money. Yeah, I, I I get you. Um, I didn't think to look at that last last page. Yeah, but it's. It, I know what you mean though, because. I will say this not only do some books not have that even like that kind of contact information or a page but even if they do have it it's like you don't know what the the site's gonna be like you don't know if it's gonna be updated even if it is updated and it looks like they're doing stuff that doesn't mean that the the second issue or the third issue is gonna come out anytime in the near future (laughs) you know what I mean so it's one of those things where hey you might mess around and get that that was issue one right yeah. yeah, so you might get this amazing first issue And issue two may not come out for who knows how long So I hope that, you know, they have it done already And it's available for you to buy um, But, you know, well, I mean, we know how it goes on the indie scene And, it you know, making comics is not easy So I can't be mad at the same time It's one of those things where it's like, hey Like, I would love if people would mess around And, and be able to have at least either a self-contained story For your first issue That kind of hints to things ahead or just come out with an arc and be like hey well we're gonna make this arc and hopefully it catches on but if it doesn't well but again it's all money so uh, i get it like printing books is not easy
4: yeah the book mo has is in the is in their store at the com. that's the only thing they have though so, obviously, there isn't an issue two or whatever. Yeah, there you go. The art looks good, though. I'm looking
2: at it in chat. Yeah. And later yeah. on the book, it gets a little funky, but there's a lot going on later on. Like, you know, weird zombie-type creature people. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you're doing a lot of things in a the, in the page like that, you know, and then once the colorist and everything gets a hold of it, it might shift a little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, there is some inconsistencies. I'm not going to say it isn't, but that's part of the beauty of buying these independent books, you know?
4: Yeah, that's true. And you have to type in Alcaringa, the comic, into Google. Because if you just do Alcaringa, apparently there is a book that has that same name. And it's... It's just, you know, words. Oh, like a novel. Is it written by the same person? No. Who wrote it? What's Alkaringa mean? I don't know. I don't know. But look, the book, I'm looking at that book. It looks like an ancient aliens thing. It's something, I guess they're trying to create a race of people. Oh. Yeah. It's a story of 50,000 people coming from the Pleiades in a giant starship to found the human race on Earth. Oh, right.
2: That's so original.
4: Alkaringa is a word in the indigenous Australian
0: Aranda language used to refer to the Dreamtime, also known as Alcora, Dr- Dreamtime, i'm familiar with yeah but yeah but i don't I, I didn't know i've never heard of alkaringa or Alcora. that's interesting
2: so yeah i'm not gonna rate this book only because i just wanted to bring it to your attention more than anything i enjoyed reading it i was uh a little elevated at first when i read it <laughs> and, uh, i enjoyed it and i i really like the monster design i like this that like uh, i mean that chaos monster, you know, like the thing, you know, the thing in, was it the Mind flare in Stranger Things 3? You know, I mm-hmm. love, it. so I saw that on the cover with a white girl, or with a girl dressed in white, rather. <laughs> on the cover in front of it, and
4: I'm like, where, where, where are the white
3: women at? <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs>
4: Holy but, crap. I'm sorry. I'm so. <laughs> I went back to the Amazon page to close it and I saw the price for that book that I mentioned. Uh-huh. Used uh huh. Eight hundred and sixty nine dollars and fifty six cents. Use paperback. Why? I don't know. Be, That's just the price. It might be true. Oh, it's what one it, of those, huh? The book might be true. Yeah. It, it might be the thing that
0: saves us all. <laughs> and they're like eight hundred dollars for it. You wanna you well wanna yeah, if it was ten if it was ten dollars well, it, then it, it, it's, it's fake. Fine i think Wait. i'm gonna accidentally buy it <laughs> you could accidentally buy the, the 800 dollars paperback yeah <laughs> that's crazy then not read it um no,
2: another book i got larry not not to like I, I just this is just a preview of next week's review okay it's a book called marks a tale of neglect and uh as oh, so you remember me buying this book right is that you the were-
4: one where you told the guy fuck your other books i want this book yeah okay that's it's called marks yeah yeah well we were walking and you know there's people like hey you want to hear about my book and mo being drunk high and curious is like sure
2: i love comics and i love independent comics so yeah if you're gonna tell me about your book i'm gonna sit there and listen this guy starts telling mo about like i bought a book about a rock that fights just because of how the guy told me about it emily was there she can tell you
4: so yeah you know i like indie books yeah, this, this guy was describing, like, these other books that he has, and they're, like, sci-fi stuff and no, crazy shit. No, they're
2: historical fiction about the Caribbean. I thought the, I, I thought the Chinese-
4: one... No, no, not the one you bought. The ones he was trying to... He was telling you about. And then right. you ask him, well, what's this one? And that's when he starts telling you, oh, this is, like, my granddad or something like that. And, yeah. he, like, he was in the war and, and this started, And you just looked at him like, well, fuck those books. I want this one. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so... He, he, so
2: he, The books he was showing me were the uh, first—it's four issues of his historical fiction about, the, I think, kind of in the 1600s, probably medieval Chinese-Korean conflicts. So I was interested in that. Like, you know, I love Dynasty Warriors. Um, So, like, that's the only cool part of the game. Like, the gameplay itself for the Dynasty Warriors, I hate. But the historical aspect of it, like— I'm all for. I watch that shit on YouTube. People talking about Dynasty Warriors just for that. But. So his books were like that, and he had like I think there was like six of them. So he goes, "Well, if you buy the first one, I'll give you these." And then he kept uh, amping up the deal. It's like, "Well, if you buy all of these, I'll give you this one, and it's a trade paperback for this much." And he goes, "Now the cool thing about this one, the trade paperback, he says, it's uh it's the biography of my grandfather, and I wrote it." and He goes, uh, "He was a Russian Jew during World War ii and he killed a bunch of Nazis, but he was just a physicist, like he." wasn't like a fighter guy so he had to jump into that conflict and kill a bunch of nazis so i said look fuck those books give me that one about your grandfather like that's the one i want to read oh i thought
0: you did the opposite i thought
2: oh no 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 no! i thought you were saying f the books about his grandpa i was like oh Uh, all the all you people out there making indie books right now i'm in the killing nazi phase so if you have a a killing nazi book i'm in especially if it has a white cover (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why wouldn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, like, I'm actually trying to find, uh, like, a neo-Nazi to punch in the face to initiate the punch a Nazi in the face challenge on Instagram.
0: I look. I feel like we have that, like, every, like, two months.
2: Yeah, but it's not, it's not like, it's not an actual challenge. Like, you know? Like, I want people to actually find a neo-Nazi and punch him in the face.
4: Got it. Also, I feel that the definition of Nazi has been watered down significantly lately. Mm, I, I can see that. White Nazi. Okay. Yeah. Specifically. Okay. Yeah, no. Makes a little more sense. All right. So, okay. Got it. So that's
2: the
0: preview for next week.
2: Next week is Mark's A Tale of Neglect. And this actually had the decency to sign it. (laughs) And he called me Space Boy.
4: Why did he call you did he Space really? Boy?
2: No, I, I think it's a saying in the book. So he just, like, he wrote it with exclamation point and then signed it.
0: Oh, okay.
2: We'll see. I'm going to try to finish it by the time I, uh, next week's show comes around.
4: Right, because you just said you're reviewing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Makes sense to me. So, next, uh, should we do Hush?
4: Uh, is Joe done vacuuming?
0: Jay, are you done vacuuming? <laughs> um, can you hear me now or no? Uh-oh. I mean, I mean, we hear you, but you don't sound great. Like, I don't know if you want it. May it might be a thing where you just have to be careful moving the mic.
4: No, the just, just just keep talking because it, it it always uh like statics out when when he starts, but then clears up right away as long as there's not anything going on behind him like a fan or something like that, which is what I think what we were hearing earlier.
1: Yeah, so you start to turn the fan off because it's hot as fuck.
4: Amen, brother. Um, Amen.
1: Yeah, I, I turned it on the slowest setting, so I'm a little uncomfortable, but it should sound better.
0: It definitely sounds better. Yeah, good. just while you, you talk, know. feel free, feel free to turn it back yes. up on high when when good you're. For uh, you. I'm sorry, Joe. I spoke over you. Say that again. Uh, I was just saying, I'm glad my
1: discomfort is good for you.
2: You guys,
0: the audience appreciates it. They're like, please be uncomfortable for the show, Joe.
2: Uh, I actually, I just, I just bought Joe something that he can use to talk. In the show, and he can have his fan on the highest setting. Well, X- one, of those, what like, one of those, like, army
4: throat mics?
2: No, well, it's an audio interface for an for a XLR mic that goes into his phone. Because you use your phone to call into the show, right? Right. Yeah, so it's an audio interface for that. Oh, is and it, then, like, a directional mic, so stuff around him? You just give him one of the directional mics Larry has, and then it'll just pick him up. He could have the air conditioning on there. and it,
4: I have my air conditioning at full blast right now, and you can't hear it. Did you get that for Joe or did you get that because the camera guy that was working for the for the person that needed our help specifically mentioned that 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 would help a lot?
2: No, I uh, I actually was going to buy it for Joe a couple months back, but I didn't because we
4: stopped having problems. But now it's hot again and he needs it. So if I say my television is causing static on the on the thing, will I get a new television?
2: Look, you didn't serve our
4: country. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm
2: powering the country <laughs> Look You're still wearing the nuclear dunce cap Damn <laughs>
4: The nuclear dunce cap What? I, I'm in the re-education camp now Oh jeez Look Make America great again man uh, Dude was, was like, like he's gonna
2: Make America upside down
4: Dude was like Don't worry, we're going to get you thinking like how we want you thinking. I'm like, oh, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, all right, I guess. No, no thanks. Uh, What are you talking about, Hush? (laughs) Yeah, why don't
0: you start us off, Jay?
1: Okay, so Batman Hush, it's the latest movie in the DC animated universe, uh, taking place after the events of Reign of the Superman, uh, and it's about a new Batman villain, uh, who's going after Batman, manipulating, uh, Batman's rogue gallery in order to fuck with them, and, uh, basically it kind of starts with, um, a kidnapping, Bane's kidnapped a young boy, and when Batman goes to save him, the rant. Ramp- some get stolen and it's all being orchestrated by someone behind the um by the name of Fesh. so yeah basically goes from there to metropolis and catwoman is being manipulated but her and bruce or batman decide to like start a relationship and so there's like just kind of a lot going on um did anyone else get to watch it
4: yeah i watched it I i did too pissed me off
1: Oh, what pissed you off about
4: it? Are we doing spoilers? When uh, did it come
1: out? spoilers? Wait, what was that? Uh, I don't know the exact date. Right.
4: It's definitely been a couple weeks, though, right? I mean, the okay, book?
2: Yeah, go, go for it. Three, yeah. Because we were supposed to talk about it last week, but we didn't because Larry wasn't here. Okay. Right, yeah,
4: man. go for it. Stinking Larry ruined it. It came out July 20th, so week and a half. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> pissed me off that Tommy that Tommy Elliott wasn't hush, mm. And it also pissed me off that they didn't do the. Uh, the uh jason todd thing because that's the book where uh clayface was pretending to be jason todd before the red hood stuff came out right if i'm remembering it correctly
0: i'm sorry say that again right. yeah i'm pretty sure that is it
4: that's the book where yeah because because when he when he's fucking with batman at first and like he knows about he knows who batman is like when, when as batman's figuring oh how, you know how did he know like it's really hard to cut my, my cable line this dude did it like he knew what to use he knew this. He knew that he's been one step ahead of me. So the revelation that at, at the time that that was Jason Todd and it was before Red Hood came out. So this was like the resurrection of Jason Todd made a yeah. lot of sense. And then it was a total fuck when you find out it was Clayface the whole, right. the whole time. And then further that that's not even that wasn't even Hush. Hush is, is somebody else. It, it was I, I love that story. I love the Hush story. And I can accept them skipping over the Jason Jason Todd stuff because they have that Under the Red Hood movie out already. But the Tommy Elliot thing was a big deal in that book. That's one of those being betrayed
1: Go ahead, Joe. Here's the thing about Jason Todd is that we actually, to my knowledge, don't know anything about Jason Todd. What do you mean? So when the continuity and the DC and the animated continuity... We haven't seen a Jason Todd.
4: Yeah, they did under the Red like, Hood.
1: No, that's the that's not the that's a different continuity. Actually, I think that's just a standalone. But the uh, the current animated continuity starts a Flashpoint, which was a- after Jason Todd. Even then, a- after the Jason Todd. So when you're talking about the current animated continuity, it's a uh, you know Batman versus Robin uh, bad blood hush there's another one in the middle there that I'm forgetting isn't but isn't it's bad uh, basically those four movies are the back continuity and they include the Justice League continuity and the Teen Titans but like with all of these that we've gotten oh and uh, of course wrote the hell um but yeah the, the current continuity of all these movies we haven't seen a Jason Todd. we don't we're technically not even sure there if there was a Jason some Todd or not
0: bad bad blood doesn't have red hood in it no is that the one with with um with batman? batwoman
1: yeah it's batwoman batwing uh nightwing is batman and damien
0: oh wow that's crazy hey, is there a red robin
1: no so far wow. we don't have a red robin we don't know if there was a trim drake either there's like been no mention of so we don't know that there is one that there even is a tim drake in this continuity
0: wow that's wild i didn't i didn't even like with you saying it i'm i'm realizing that you're right but i didn't even think about it because i kind of think of like those other movies in the same continuity like oz was saying but yeah i guess i guess yeah they are different and I'm right. like, yeah i'm like man you're you're right like they don't they they literally go from from nightwing to to damien mm-hmm that's what happens with that compressed flashpoint reality, I guess.
1: Yeah, like it's easy to hate that they didn't do the red or the Jason Todd thing because that is a great part of the book. And actually, that's one of the things where it's like, like you can see why Batman would kind of go crazy against the Joker. Where in the animated film, almost seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So in the con in the book, it works better because there is the Jason Todd, there is the inner monologuing, which. Uh, I would say the movie only suffers a little bit for that. But uh yeah, but because because it's written for the continuity, that's w- what mandates some of the changes that were made.
4: Holy crap. there's like there there no being in league.
1: the Justice League and you know going to him because in the comic it was he was president in the uh, what's her name? Talia was in charge of Lex Corse and he visits her and then there ends up going into another subplot with her in the League of Assassins and which yeah, they could obviously couldn't do with the time frame. But yeah, just with the continuity, the the way the continuity is what shapes a lot of the things, a lot of the changes that are made.
4: Yeah, I'm looking at the cast list for all these movies. There's no Tim Drake anywhere. Even right. under Even under even on the Red Hood movie, which you're saying is out of the continuity, he's not. There's no Tim Drake in that either.
1: No, it was just Nightwing. Ah,
4: wow. But yeah, and I can get over the Jason Todd thing, but the the Tommy Elliot. I mean that that was a huge betrayal for for Batman cuz he was just starting to trust people.
1: And, and that that I will say yes. I did not like that the Tommy wasn't hushed. I thought that was kind of
2: lame. I'm so glad I didn't see this. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so glad? Uh well no, I well I'll get into this later, but from watching The Boys, I realized that I'm no longer reading anything that could potentially be turned into
0: a another media. Oh, that's everything now.
2: Yeah. I know I'm not reading comics
0: anymore. There it is. Only only Karinga.
2: But uh, but but it's the thing because you know I saw aspects of Hush in uh, what was it? Um, the Telltale game, the the first one. Okay. With because they did the whole thing with they turned they gave. Uh, the Penguin, Tommy Elliot uh, characteristics, like the background and all that with Wayne and the, all that. Uh-huh. And then they kind of did Mask of the Phantasm stuff and all that. So, you know, I wasn't entirely happy with it, but the way they actually did everything was good for that. I was okay with it. But if you're going to do, like, an adaptation of Hush and then not follow the
0: comic, like, it's, it's just a different like, story.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, why call it Hush?
0: Right, yeah. No, and I, I can definitely respect that because it does kind of fundamentally change, like, the whole the whole thing. I, I will say that um, just, you know, there were some things that in it that, like, Luther's voice, which I'm, you know, because it follows continuity, which I don't know... I, luther's voice i don't know if it's the same voice actor from before but i i did not like his voice he sounded terrible and i was just like i was like actually like when he was when he started talking i was just like oh my god like why is this happening like it's like I, I almost wanted to change it, the settings on my television you know what i mean it was that bad and i was just like oh that's actually i guess the person's vocal choice and i'm like well that sucks but on the positive note speak huh?
1: from uh he kind of sounds like luther from doomsday
0: um I don't remember disliking the Luther from Doomsday. I don't know. He uh, just sound he just sounded really like young and whiny. And I, I don't know, something about that like I know that he had just gotten woken up, but Is he
2: better than B V S?
0: luther yeah because it's not it's not what he's saying like what he's saying sounds like luther unlike batman v superman but it's 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 the way he's saying it that's just like you know like the characterization
4: is not off it's the if we're talking about voices i got this didn't piss me off well by the way lex luther lex luther was rain wilson oh that's terrible If uh if we're talking about voices, it is didn't it didn't piss me off when I was watching it, but it pissed me off later. Uh, is the person that did Harley Quinn was fine. She was good. Yeah, yeah. Problem is I found out that Tara Strong did do a voice in this movie and it wasn't Harley Quinn. Who was it? It was Hayden Walk walk well, W-A-L-C-H. No, the- she's good. Yeah, the voice was good. She's good, but if you got Tara Strong, I mean. Well, who did she play, though? She was random-ass reporter.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah,
1: but
2: is Harley Quinn in this?
4: No, yes. it's not. Harley yeah. Quinn is not it.
1: Like, Tara Strong does random-ass voices. Like, yeah, she's not, like, she is a star, but she is one of those stars where it's like, she should go do an unnamed character. Yeah. Like, she kind of doesn't give a fuck. I know or she, she just enjoys doing her thing or craft.
4: I know she doesn't give a fuck, but if I'm casting this and Tara Strong signs up, I mean, I'm I, maybe she turned it down. Maybe she didn't want to do Harley again. I I can't imagine though cuz she loves doing the character from everything I know. That is strange. But that's but that's Harley not what's good. Yeah, that's not to and take I, away from from the actress that did Harley Quinn. She did a great job. She might it might have been even uh, slightly better than Uh, Kaylee Cuoco, who's doing the series. I liked Harley's uh, (laughs) suit design, too. It was the uh, the Mo version, because it's the the classic costume, but without sleeves. Well, that was the thing I liked. It it, it actually did have sleeves. They just didn't go up to the shoulder. Yeah, because sun's out, gun's out. Right. That's
0: right. It was like, you know, like, we're going to show a little bit of skin, but still be Harley Quinn.
2: I did all Comic-Con without sleeves. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think, and also too i really enjoyed uh the writing for nightwing in this joint like he was great like a highlight even though wasn't necessarily you know i don't know it was if it was, that was supposed to be the case but i was just like you know i was like man i'm, I'm really digging the, like nightwing and his characterization it was it was a it, it was a definitely uh A more jovial nightwing but that's okay because
4: nightwing can do that yeah because he was just talking shit about bruce the whole time yeah he kind of was because bruce is there doing kissy faces at at catwoman so yeah i'd make fun of him too
0: (laughs) but yeah it was good stuff
4: and he's supposed to be more jokey too i i don't like it when they play him too serious I don't I don't mind it
0: when it calls for it. You know what I mean? Because it's like it's not like Dick Grayson can't, you know, like bat like button down and like, you know, like be the person he needs to be in the moment. But that's I think that's the whole point where it's like when he he knows when he has to be serious and he knows when he can joke around. And yeah, you're right. Like, it's kind of like most I think a lot of people make him more serious. Then the jokey, the jokey guy. Every now and then he'll say a joke, but you know a lot of the time it's like he's like Batman Light. And in this, he didn't feel like Batman Light. He felt like his own character. Word. <laughs>
4: exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a good movie it's not i don't i don't hate it it just those those things bug me story wise
0: yeah i can see that
4: yeah so all in all what did you think of it jay
0: um
1: honestly i think it's the best batman we've gotten since flashpoint really wow yeah i mean he's going i mean yeah there are issues a little more detective work or showing the character showing the work more would have been better they going like do more detective stuff with batman and with hush even though, yeah, I didn't like that it was uh, wasn't Tommy, and that he so
3: apparently
1: died at the end. Hmm? Who was it? The Riddler.
2: Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> apparently the Lazarus pit made him smarter too. Oh.
1: Well not smarter. Give him a flash of insight which is kind of what happened in the book too.
4: Yeah but not in Hush. Yeah in Hush. With Riddler? Yeah but he he didn't become Hush though.
1: No but the Lazarus pit made him smarter like for a second and he got the like he figured out Bruce was Batman after going in the Lazarus pit.
0: Okay. What about you Oz? Oh no I'm sorry. You didn't give us a rating Jay.
1: Um I'd say three out of five. Like, I think it's the best Batman we've gotten since Flashpoint. The best, you know. That's still not much. Batman. Hmm? That's still not saying much. I mean, I, I don't know. It kind of isn't saying much, but then again, it's like it shows that they're getting better, and that's a good thing. And but, this one, actually, I actually do enjoy watching. Like, it's not super frustrating, like bad. It's not like frustrating, like bad blood, or annoying, like Damien versus Batman. Like, it, it's good. Okay. What did you
4: guys think? As what, what was you? how would you rate it i'm going to Batman it, hush it's a sliding scale if if you read like the the more you enjoyed the the book the closer it is to 3 if however mm-hmm. you haven't read the book and i, I I know a lot of people haven't. Right. Then it's a four, maybe even a four and a half. Gotcha. But I would say pick up the book because the book is better than the movie. I'd agree with oh, that. But it's not all. Yeah, it's. A, I it, love that book. It's a, it, not just story wise, but Jim Lee put some some work into that book. Yeah, like they true. they they sculpted statues based on pages from that book.
2: No, it, it definitely like and and it was the thing that sealed the deal between. Uh, well wildstorm joining the d c company, yeah,
0: yeah, but no, i think I think I think you're right, Oz like I think how much you enjoyed the hush comic probably would affect your rating of this joint i i I personally thought it was like i I give it three and a half,
2: I give it five,
0: but <laughs> it's not bad it's just yeah the book's better and you know it like there's nothing i feel like yeah if you're just if you're a dc animated guy and you're waiting for the next one i don't think this will disappoint you at all but uh if you're looking for like an adaptation of that story you're definitely kind of gonna be taken aback a little bit so all right cool batman hush what should we talk about next What's on the docket? Well, uh, we still have Swamp thing, we still have power, power, oh, House of X, we still have The Boys, uh, I and think the, mm-hmm. and yeah and the, mm-hmm. So, that's where we're at. Okay. Let's do uh how uh House of X. House of X
2: number 1. Five, two because I didn't read it. You you didn't read it? I didn't get a chance. To. I had
0: internet problems. Oh, that's unfortunate. I had to Wait, sc- did anybody get to read House of X? Um, oh, no. I read
2: the director's cut. What is that? What? That he only read the like the end part, not the, the main part?
1: No, I read all of it. Oh, okay. But you got the director's Including game. the directors. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got the director's okay. version.
0: Yeah, I like
1: it. awesome. I didn't, which I didn't, awesome. Know, there,
0: I didn't yeah. know there was a director's cut.
1: Yeah, I, actually. Dude, you are missing out. Yeah. You are missing out so much. When I, Dude, you've only had half of the, you've only had a, a quarter of the experience
2: <laughs> of House of
1: X number one. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay when Jeez. i i reviewed um silver surfer black I read the director's cut okay
0: which still didn't make me like the ending
2: okay oh, but as did that finish no but the first issue was a director's cut oh was- oh
0: you didn't like the the ending of the director's cut of the first issue yeah, yeah. i mean we talked about this with with Kano. got you. Right, right. Okay. Well, um, House of X. Well, dude, I don't, look. So wait. Should, so should we do this or should we wait? Should we wait? Like, should I read the director's cut? And should we give <laughs> no. Mo you
1: and, you, and huh?
3: you, if you no, want,
1: let, let's go for it. And I will try to impart a shadow of the awesomeness of the director's cut upon you <laughs> after <laughs> you after That's, you talk about it. That's after, like, after we talk about it. I think
4: you should talk about it now, then read the director's cut, and then come back and talk about it again.
0: Do that. So House of X One
4: is Jonathan Hickman's
0: uh, first first X book. You know where he's. You know we've talked about it already. Where he's writing. House House of X and powers of powers of ten. And uh, these two books are basically going to redefine the status quo for
4: mutants in Wait. in the Marvel universe. Hold on, hold on. Is it powers uh, of ten got or? this
1: funky ass release order that is so bizarre?
4: Wait, I, I have a I have a question. Is it powers of ten or powers of X? It, you can you can say it either way, but, but it, it
0: is uh but powers of 10 is is really the the intended way to say it like Th- that's
4: there's 10 characters like Weapon Ten. yeah kind of yeah and then people just said x because he becomes an x-man because that was well I, that was his nickname well, think... was x-man was his code name i heard I <laughs>
0: <laughs> like weapon x was created as weapon x and then you know retconned to weapon 10 which is you know uh, uh which is fine but um but powers powers of 10 is technically like what what or how the book like at, the creator intended it to be powers of 10 of course everybody understands why people say powers of x and nobody is like trying to shame anybody like it's 10 dummy you know it's like no it,
4: it, it's an x no so, i yeah. well i asked the question because if somebody says it wrong i do plan on shaming them oh well that would be wrong of you okay so house house of 10 and powers of 10 go sorry no no house of x <laughs> <powers> of
3: <10. laughs>
4: why isn't it uh, okay see this is why I don't read Marvel. That's the, that's you, called the G-
1: House of X because it's Xavier's house. Yeah, yeah.
4: And
0: Powers of Ten. I can't tell you why it's Powers of Ten yet because um, I haven't read it fully. But I do know that the book opens. It's it's interesting because the book opens with um, an X. Well, you know, you know, you, you remember integers, nope. mathematics. I mean, I remember math. Okay, so you remember that when you're it's, doing when you're doing it's integers. No. It actually is <laughs> no, pronounced it's math. Say, what'd you say, Jay? It's pronounced
1: maths, not no, math.
0: No, no. <laughs> it's math because it's progressive. Oh, jeez.
1: Proper English is maths. What? Maths with the S. You're That's how you about say it in it, proper English.
0: Listen, I disagree. I'm not saying maths. Thanks.
1: Americans <laughs> love making shitty language choices.
0: Hey, welcome to America. But no, basically just the same way how you have like, you know, like when you're solving an equation and it's x to the second power. It's like it's like that. And that's why it's powers powers of 10 cuz like the book opens with like uh x x to the 0th power talking about like year 1 of the X-Men like the founding and then like, does like X to the first power, and that's like 10 years later, and then X to the second power.
4: Okay, look, I think, look, so Lauren, I'm sorry, I asked the question. You were talking about House of <laughs> X.
0: <laughs> well, listen, you wanted to know
2: why we,
4: we got a schedule. I'm sorry, I asked the question.
2: House of I, X. I can actually spoil this all for you. Spoil all what? All this new relaunch X-Men stuff. Why? It's just going to go back to normal. I don't think so. Well, that's what Hickman said.
0: What what did Hickman say?
2: I have a quote from him about this particular issue. What did He, he say? He goes, I think one of the big mistakes that some people make at Marvel Comics is that we are reactive to what they're doing in the Marvel films. We should not be taking our creative cues from the direction they're taking things in the movies. That kind of defeats the point. They have a billion dollars to play with, and we don't. You can't compete in that matter, and you shouldn't. My argument has been that I should always... Wait, that's not the quote I wanted. Sorry. (laughs) Like you never, like, never read that before. <laughs> uh, he goes he goes I have some general philosophies on what kind of work you should do at Marvel that I try to adhere to. I think the story should be big. Anytime you can mine your continuity and the existing continuity of the company in a way that evokes a response from the audience and not confusion, that's powerful and you're crazy not to utilize it. And when you're writing these books, the cardinal rule beyond that is that at the end of the day, after you've torn up the playroom, scattered all the toys, you put everything all back on the shelf. Don't be an asshole and leave a mess. Well,
4: also, as I. Yeah, but
0: but but why does that say to you it's going to go back to the way
2: it was? Because he did mention continuity. Like, it's like you're grabbing the continuity, twisting it, you know, and then you put everything back. And that's exactly how Secret Wars went.
0: Mm, I'll, I will tell you why I think that interpretation is the wrong interpretation in one second. What were so, you going to say, I,
4: I Well, because as I'm looking into it, I, I guess Powers of Ten, which this article is scolding me that that's how it's pronounced... And House of X uh, take place, like, at the same time, and there's six issues bi weekly. So yes. the, the way you have to read this is you pick one up, I think I think uh, House of X first, and then the next week, Power of 10, and you alternate, and it's a full, it's like one 12-issue story. Right. A, at and the, Joe at the was end.
0: speaking to that a little bit, too, that the order's a little weird, the reading order. Yeah, yeah cause you fucked ha- like up.
4: You, you have to... You have to go. You have to alternate. So you actually have to get both. You can't just get yeah. the House Every, of X books. Those. And then what happens when the last one comes out, which is just in October?
0: Right. So I mean, I can answer that question if you like. That that was actually. Is it going to take an hour and a
4: half? Like the last question I asked? N- no, no, it, it won't. If you shut up. <laughs> oh, that's not possible, Larry. Oh, well, you, is. you can't talk like that yet. <laughs>
0: We just no, I mean, back in. The, 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 how I know things aren't going to go back to the status quo, and um, why I don't feel like that, that interpretation of that statement is, is exactly, means exactly that, things going back to how they were in the beginning, Mo, is because um, the, the, they basically out of these titles spins out like, five X titles or six X titles and the the lineups are really interesting and different we don't know a lot about them other than the actual teams but like basically each team has like a major well not major but has a decently known X-Men villain on it. And it's just like like one of them is literally all of the Summers family and then Wolverine because you have to have Wolverine, I guess. I don't know. Is Vulcan? <laughs> Vulcan is in it. Yes. OK, I'm reading it. Yeah, it's, it's literally like Vulcan, Havoc, uh, Jean, Scott, Rachel Summers hope cable and uh and wolverine i think oh you got I, two
4: I, wolverines you got helmet head wolverine and then you got uh that yellow costume wolverine
0: who's helmet head wolverine
4: the, when he escapes the weapon the, next thing he's got that helmet on but i'm sorry weapon 10 oh yeah what sorry <laughs> I have to get used to that.
2: No, but it's true.
0: No, that's Weapon X. Yeah, that's Weapon X, Wolverine. Like,
2: no, but no, no, but it's Weapon Ten. Sure.
0: I mean, you, either way, right? I mean, it's Roman numerals.
2: Well, yeah, it just you know because when you get
4: to like Deadpool, it's like what seventeen
2: or whatever or
4: thirteen. I posted. You I know, posted a picture, and it has one Wolverine under the House of X label, and then the other one under the Powers of Ten.
0: Yeah, the the but you have to. That's a little misleading because it's you know Marvel? House of. House of X, which I'm not exactly sure if you have to, like, here's what I'm saying. I don't know if you have to have to read them both, but you definitely should. But I mean, what I know is House of X is kind of like talking about what's happening with the mutants right now.
4: Okay. So just so we're clear. It
1: sets the whole foundation for the event. I'm sorry, say what? It sets the whole foundation for the event.
0: What's the whole foundation for the event? House of X, number one. Yeah. It does set the stage for like what the new, what the new normal is supposed to be for mutants. Okay.
4: Okay. So uh, just so we're clear. Oh, wait, is that Dazzler in there? Anyway. Um, okay. Uh, just so we're clear. I need to stop asking questions so you can get to this review. Yes. Okay. Lawrence, go. Got it. And then
0: Powers of Ten is going to be a book that kind of skips around the history of the X-Men. Like, so it it goes, it's like goes through the past and into like, I guess it does have some pieces of the present, but goes into the near and the far future for the X-Men as well. So, you know. But to get the full story, you should be reading both, but you may be able to follow a story by just reading one book or the other, but I wouldn't suggest it. But anyway, House of X. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And it definitely feels like it's laying a lot of foundation and a lot of world building. Um, The new status quo for mutants. Basically, they've come together uh, as their own nation. They're using Krakoa as their island nation, but... Crocoa itself is mutating as like like has additional mutations, like second mutations. And they're basically making embassies all throughout the world and beyond. And so, mutants are basically setting themselves up as a world superpower, you know, in a real way, not because they're like we're so strong because we have all these powers, but they're using some of the mutations that Crocoa uh is is manifesting to give humanity, to to have things, I guess, to to export to humanity that they can't really refuse because they're using like pharmaceuticals and plant-based stuff or plant-based uh 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 pharmaceuticals to help extend human life and to help them like get rid of like disease and things like that and basically leveraging that stuff as a way for them to be like hey just leave us be we're going to give you this we'll help you do what you do but just know that we're the mutants we we have our own nation we want to be left alone we we want to trade but we want to be left alone and just know that We're the future of this world. Eventually, you all are just going to die out and you'll be done. So, you know, just kind of accept that and let us help you while you're here. But just know that we're the future. And uh, there's only really like four people, four, four mutants in this book that really have like any kind of like significant like speaking roles. Uh, That's Jean Grey, Cyclops. Professor X and Magneto. You see other people throughout the book and they're doing different things, but really Magneto is really the star of this book for for the first issue. I don't think that's going to stay that way, but for the first issue, because Magneto is the person that is the ambassador to the mutant nation. And that's talking to the ambassadors from the world's superpowers and him kind of informing them of what the deal is and confirming some of the things they already knew about what the status of mutants are in this day and age. The book, in my opinion, it's written really well. I mean, Magneto, like his... Like, it, it feels like a performance is awesome. I won't say it was shocking, but, you know, what I do know is, you know, when it comes to Hickman, we, you know, we usually read him for ideas, not necessarily for characterization. But Magneto's characterization was really amazing in this book to me. And it, it gave me a lot of hope that he's, like, taking his game to another level and not only bringing, like, the ideas and the concepts and the, the diagrams, but also being able to bring some characterization to these X-Men that we know and love. So, yeah, it's it's a really cool book. It like unlike some of the other stuff, it really does kind of incorporate the diagram type stuff that Hickman loves to do into the story more as opposed to it just being like kind of like back matter, which like a lot of his books in the in the past you read the comic and then at the end you might get like four or five pages of supplemental kind of stuff that may enhance your experience of the book but this book did it where as you're reading you get that and what you're reading in the in regards to the like the diagram and like additional stuff is relevant to either what you just read or relevant to what you're about to read, and then you have uh Pepe Larraz doing the art, and again, like it's pretty stunning. I mean, I feel like I mean, they, it really feels like they're really trying their best to to, to elevate the mutants in the Marvel Universe back to the status that they previously had, and so I think that that's a uh, like having read the book, that's a, a another another reason why I kind of don't feel like things are going to go back to the status quo, or at least what was the status quo for me because you know the the mutants in the marvel universe have been in kind of like an extinction era for such a long time that the status quo is like well we're on the brink of there being no more mutants and we just scrape by every time but this is not that this is actually the opposite and it feels like it's bringing people back which you know quote i'll say you know quote unquote bringing people back because we're not exactly sure how this is happening or how this is working but it feels as though hickman is trying to make it so that moving forward whatever you might Want to try to do with X Men? You have that possibility, and he's he's hoping his story will set the stage for the possibilities for X Men to be limitless.
1: So one of the things you didn't talk about was the heist. Yes, during all this, while Magneto is doing his talky talky thing, you basically have this heist going on with. Toad, Mystique, and Sabretooth. And it actually leads to Cyclops confronting the Fantastic Four. And uh, this is pretty interesting. This is pretty awesome. Cyclops has been pretty interesting lately, but I think this is probably him at his best, where he's basically telling the Fantastic Four, you know, my people have been, like, persecuted for, like, forever. Did you think we were just going to take it? Basically making a statement saying, like, this is what's happened. Telling the Fantastic Four, this is what's happening now, and tell your kid that when he's ready, we'll take him.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. No man, it, you're right. Like, I mean, it's an amazing Cyclops moment. Uh, even though, like, I will say, I, I, I'm putting quotations around everything just because I'm like, the, the, outside of Magneto, everybody else that is an X-Men in in this joint doesn't necessarily act as we've known them to act. But the moment was awesome, and the reason why things happen the way they do is just because based on i guess some of the things that x-men have done that happened off screen you know up to this point like mutants have a, a rolling immunity so if they commit a crime or something like that the idea is you know, that you know we give the mutants back to the mutants and they handle it it's like human laws don't apply to mutants anymore
2: oh how convenient
0: well i mean but that's like that goes to like the whole leverage thing where they're just like hey like we're giving you this and i but this is why it might be
2: a human mutant but all
0: of a sudden is the laws don't apply wait what well
2: no because mutant is still human right
0: Well, but I I guess that's the that's kind of the thing though, where it's like up until this point, the X Men were trying to stress integration, yeah, and like you know go back to where they come from. (laughs) Well, but but that's kind of that's kind of where they're at now. They're like, you know what? There's a there's a certain amount of segregation happening here, where they're like, listen, it's like we've been trying to do this coexist thing, and obviously it has been working for us. So now we're gonna try something different, and it's going to be like we're we're gonna start our own nation and mutants live there and it's not to say that we don't interact at all but just know that mutant business is mutant business and we're gonna do all we're asking you to do is leave us alone and let us handle our business and so it's it's a different kind of thing i mean you know you have professor x uh you know oz put the cover in the chat and you know those of you that have um have been following this you've seen the the picture of of quote unquote Professor X in that Cerebro helmet you know that joint doesn't come off the entire the entire first issue
4: Yeah why is he walking I mean
0: nobody uh, no we don't have answers to those questions yet I I am not I'm not convinced that's Professor X It
1: doesn't look like him the body type is completely yeah. wrong
0: Well well the, his his body changed differently I mean different his the body changed recently cuz he he was he took over Phantom X's body, actually.
2: Oh, were really? you? Yeah, I was just thinking. It does
1: kind of just look like Phantom X.
0: Yeah, and so he literally, like Phantom. Well, not took over is the wrong word. Phantom X willingly gave up his body to help Professor X come back into existence. That's that's the better way to say it. Like it what was a choice. The
1: girl, Phantom X.
0: I, they, I'm pretty sure they all got reabsorbed, and then. Oh, he man. sacrificed himself and and uh you know so that was kind of like prof- well, like professor x like he was the basic got re- reborn and is like you know fan like phantom x frame he's younger of course he had hair like short short hair
3: oh
2: fucking mcavoy shit
0: I <laughs> look so someone it's like, not
2: trying to be like the movies well
0: that like hickman didn't write that though so.
2: whatever so, he knew what he was doing
0: look I'll, look all i know is that could be the same person but it could not be because the helmet didn't come off and you as you know or as you've seen like all you could really see is that fool's mouth. So you know, for all I know, that could be friggin' Ultimate Universe Reed Richards. You know what I mean? It has that kind of vibe to it, which Hickman did make too. That's true. So, yeah. So or it could be the different Black Monday murders. It could be any of those people. <laughs> but yeah so it's definitely an interesting book i'm I, I personally am excited to see what happens or where it goes and and getting teases out of comic-con for where the books are going to go next which you know they didn't like they didn't tell they didn't tell us anything premise wise because that would all spoil the um the the story that we're reading now or starting to read now but you know it's like for instance there's a team called the marauders that's Storm, Iceman, Pyro, um damn it, who else is on that team? It's not Forge, I don't think. But it I mean, it's it's just a weird team of characters that have been in the X universe for a long time. But it's just like, why? You know, like what why are these people together? And why are they called why is the book called Marauders? Like, why would any X-Men want to put the put a moniker like that on themselves? But apparently we'll find out coming out of out of this storyline. So I'm I'm excited. The art's fantastic. The story's interesting. We'll have to see, like, the, the world building was good, and we'll have to see what happens next. What else from you, Jay? What, what did the director's cut have in it that made it awesome?
1: Alright, so let's get into the director's cut. Uh, first, we have the cover gallery. Oh, yeah! like There's probably, like six
0: covers for that book, right? Or seven?
1: Dude, there's like there's like 20 different covers.
0: Oh, it, that's the combined though, right? For House and Powers, right? Well, uh, maybe. Okay, which is hey. Either way, there's a lot of covers. I agree. I I know because I'm so trying to get like them all.
1: sixteen. Uh-huh. So out of the covers, the highlights are the character decades variant by Marco Chiqueto.
3: Those are good. Which
1: names. is basically uh, five Cyclopses in their different costumes making an X with their uh, beans, with the one of them facing forward. It's pretty awesome. Uh, there's a Humberto Ramos cover, which is like the X-Men at a clubhouse. It says, No Humans Allowed, <laughs> and a Scotty Young cover, which is uh, Professor X and Magneto hanging out in Scotty Young fashion. Uh then we get the script.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it has those those yeah. have the script on them.
1: And it's so awesome because you can read the script, and you see like all the notes he puts in. Like, There's one note here for panel two that says, This is Professor X's costume now. He's always wearing Cerebro, so we only see his nose and mouth when looking at his face if he's in public he wears a black suit with the helmet if he's among mutants he wears the black bodysuit. so this is like kind of cool you get the script and all these notes in it it's, is it the uh, full script uh, for the, the first issue yeah wow first script for this issue
0: that's awesome
1: yeah and you can see like he talks about the little notes for the artists like the little dialogues or little extras like there was one part where i was like reading the script and i actually didn't even notice when i was actually reading the book that the one dude is arm is part of his arm is warlock
3: yeah yeah dug back, which,
1: yeah. yeah i didn't notice that I mean, until that i girl, read the I... script where that's in the notes
0: oh yeah yeah
1: so that is awesome uh, next we have the inks and color pages So you get the ink page and the color page side by side For the whole issue And oh, that's fascinating
0: Dude, this is, I mean, you're, you're, your joint is digital, right? Yeah Oh, you know what, they probably don't even sell that physical. No, they sell it physical
3: Yeah?
2: Yeah. All just, that? It's just limited, like, yeah it, You know, it's up to your comic shop to order it Gotcha Cause um they, they talked about it In our press release Like Continue Joe Sorry no
1: yeah, It's uh Cool cause you can see like You know With the inks And the colors You get to see like What the incus does And like What the colors fills in and, Cause it's not just like Coloring everything That's not ink That's of filling and it's just super e- interesting seeing the process so i feel like i've gotten like so much more from seeing all this these side by sides and reading the script and uh yeah definitely if you do get a version of this book you're gonna want the director's cut
0: i look i, I definitely want that If they if they have a physical version of it i want it
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing we forgot, to, or I forgot to talk about is uh, Ree Richards's beard.
0: What about His it?
1: Beard? beard. It looks a little wrong on him. I don't it know. Looks, Maybe I just haven't great. seen him in a while, but it makes him look scruffy.
0: It's true. It's true. Now yeah, Reed Richards grew a beard. But I, I feel like he, he's had it for a little while now, though.
1: Yeah, but I haven't read him. It's been hard for me to
0: keep up with Marvel, yeah. so I haven't seen it. Since, since the end of Secret Wars. Right. He decided to to grow a beard while he was off uh, repopulating the universe with his family. (laughs) Um, That's that's another. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna mention. To Hickman, decided to um, give like a solid definition to omega level mutants.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, everyone's an Omega-level mutant now. It's ridiculous.
0: Mm, I wouldn't say everyone.
1: Like, I think it's Forge is the only non-Omega-level mutant.
0: No, Forge is not the only not. What are you talking about? You're talking crazy, Jay.
1: Dude, that list... That list everyone. There's like 200 Omega-level mutants listed on there.
0: Listen, I don't know what list you saw. Maybe the director's cut has a bigger list. <laughs> but the list the list that i saw had like 12 people on it yeah, and it wasn't like ex- everyone it wasn't exhaustive but it was just like as an example and all the people on there were people that we all knew were omega mega level mutants with the exception of like maybe like one or two Dude,
1: i had no idea ha- over half of these people were omega level mutants. no
0: idea yeah i think that's your
3: failing joe
0: the only maybe. The, on- the only surprise well not the only surprise but like uh oh damn it where's my i'm trying to where's my copy of the book. I can't remember everybody. I, I can't remember everybody that was on the list, but I feel like um, was Elixir on the list?
1: Uh, let me pull up my copy of the book.
0: I feel like Elixir which was. Which
1: I can easily do because it's digital, and not paper. <laughs> I don't have to look for it.
0: Elixir might have been a bit of a surprise, and then not a surprise that um, of of the power level, but that she was finally included because they always no one ever talks about her when it comes to a, le- a mega level power is Storm. Like Storm was on the list, and yeah, I, but I'll.
1: See He's never been listed as an Omega level mutant,
0: right? But that's but everyone thinks of that as an oversight, though. They're like, who's like how how are people who's more powerful than Storm? Okay, so
1: Monarch, Jamie Braddock is an Omega level mutant. Yeah, Robert Drake, Iceman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Joshua Foley, Elixir. I don't know who that is, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Jean Grey. Yeah, Gene Grey. Yes, that we knew mm-hmm. because that's been a thing for a while. Uh, Legion, we knew. Magneto, we knew. Yeah. um, Proteus.
3: Yeah,
1: I don't know him, Mister M. You don't know Proteus? No,
0: now Joe doesn't read X Men like
1: that. Right? I haven't read X Men in a while,
2: but but Proteus was yeah. in the cartoon. Like, in the yeah, movie. that's how like I got intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I don't, uh, I don't remember him in the cartoon.
2: It was the later seasons. While you were serving our country and defending our freedom,
1: oh, then yeah, I wouldn't have.
2: Nah, man, nah, Joe, Joe was still here. Well I'm giving an excuse so the audience doesn't make fun of him for not knowing. They oh, I should don't
1: mind. You can make they
0: should make me. fun
2: of him. They like. Pl-
0: Everyone at J for not knowing who Proteus is. At at J Random,
2: the audience is like Proteus. uh, I'm
0: gonna go go
2: listen to the
1: Mr. M. Mr. M is a Omega level mutant. I don't know him.
2: Yeah, Mr.
1: Storm. She's never Storm has never been called an omega level mutant before.
0: Right, but she should have been.
1: I mean, so there's Exodus. exodus is an omega level mutant now i guess
0: dude why why wouldn't exodus be an omega level mutant like exodus has like
1: six powers and and I'm sorry probably... that again? Huh? S- start over my phone cl- uh
0: oh. i was saying why wouldn't exodus be an omega level mutant he has like six like different power sets and is probably but
1: only one of it but he's only omega in one power
0: yeah but but that's the whole point though where it's like the dude is super strong in one thing that's all you have to do, like, all you need to do to become Omega is to be really, really strong in one thing, but he's really right. strong in the one so thing. You, uh-huh. Yeah, he's only strong in one thing. So no, why are you no, bringing that's these not, other things? That's not what I said. I didn't say he's only strong in one thing. I, I'm saying that's that he's, only one thing that makes him Omega. Fine, but he has five, like, let's put it like this. He might be able to be Omega for another power set, but you pick the strongest one. Like, he might, if he didn't have telekinesis, he might still be Omega.
1: Um, no. Not according to this list.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because it lists telekinesis as its omega power.
0: Right. Because that's the strongest one. But what I'm saying to you is because that's no, the strongest it, doesn't mean
1: it's like... No, like it says here that uh, your power type is what makes you omega. So if you had more than one omega level power, you would be omega for those powers. It
0: doesn't say that. Read the, read the definition. the definition. Read the definition. It doesn't say that. And that's the whole point. Says it's omega
1: like... level is a classification of a single mutant power. Okay. Continue. Uh, well, well, it's quite common that mutants manifest multiple powers. Only one is normally of omega
0: level. Okay.
4: I mean, so it, it seems that like is... if you have one power that's omega level, that makes you an omega level mutant. Right. Even if you have Which, like right. a thousand that's true. minor ones
0: but but it doesn't say you can only be omega level in one power it just says your omega level if you have one power that reaches an omega level power and and then the rest of the definition which is really interesting uh well just read it jay read the rest of that definition
4: because it's not long is omega red omega level <laughs> no
0: i
1: we have to go back up to the beginning
4: oh oh let's oh. not start this again i
1: was reading but to,
0: from the middle but to paraphrase what it says
4: I to get to say what like we
2: still have stuff to get to work
0: but but basically just to paraphrase what it says is that you know it's the idea is that no other mutant or and no or nothing outside of mutants could overtake that particular power. Um, o- otherwise, it's not Omega. And they use Forge as an example, basically saying like, right. you know, "Yeah, because people could
1: build stuff better
0: than him." Right, potentially.
1: You know, he's the best mutant at building stuff.
0: Right, but outside of mutants, somebody could yeah maybe build something better, and that why yeah. his power is not an Omega. They compare
1: him to, him to Magneto, whose magnetism is a upper limit of magneto's power cannot be surpassed in any measurable fashion
0: right they're like if he can change the axis of the earth then we're pretty certain like nothing can nothing's going to be better than that <laughs> done so he's omega
1: right? let me finish off this list real quick uh Quinn choir who we knew was omega level uh franklin richards we knew that vulcan and uh hope
0: we knew that too. yeah like that's it the, the list isn't controversial the only person the only surprise really on it is elixir like there's some people like monarch yet yeah, maybe people don't know what who that is and what they what what he does but he's omega level and
2: ultimately they're not going to give a shit right exactly just exactly. Like everybody that heard the last 20 minutes of the show oh see i don't think that that's the case i thought like
0: you know, people don't care about omega level mutants they don't know what omega level mutants are we
2: literally just defined it. Well, yeah, now. So they're going to care the next time we spend 20 minutes on it.
4: <laughs> we literally just defined it. Franklin Richards is considered a mutant? Yeah, he yes. yeah.
3: Hmm.
4: Even though, like, He was born with worse. So he, yeah. ha- he has the X gene. Yeah. It, it's not He didn't just get his powers because his parents have it? No
2: right okay
4: that's weird i i I thought it just because his i mean his parents have powers i thought they just no, because they
2: weren't born with the powers
4: right that well that's what i'm saying that's why i didn't know i didn't think he was technically considered a mutant just Uh, a product of he's not technically
2: considered mutant he's a mutant right anybody born
0: with powers that that end up manifesting is a mutant i thought you had to have the
4: x gene specifically
0: he has the x gene specifically
4: okay
2: like they every technically well we'll see i mean we'll see how mcu eternals does because they might change all of that i don't know how they did in humans because i didn't watch it but technically everybody has the x gene it's just it doesn't manifest okay look i just saw a kid of two super beads i just assumed that that was it no that's not it you shouldn't assume <laughs> that's that's how
0: it works in dc not in marvel yeah okay
2: it's like two little people breeding like they're not gonna have a little kid i mean it'll be a little kid but not a little person
0: <laughs> necessarily
2: <laughs> okay.
3: yeah
0: but anyway so jay what did you think of house of x1
2: um
1: i think it would mean more if I was more invested. Um, otherwise, it's just the good foundation for what the story is going to be. Um, aside from that, I would say the special, the extras in the director's cut, kind of those alone make me glad that I purchased. So I would give it a four out of
0: five. Yeah, I give it four and a half out of five. I liked it a lot, and, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what ha- what happens next. So maybe maybe uh, we can talk about it again down the road. Some
2: i'll wait till it all goes back to normal
0: i'm I'm telling you i don't think it's gonna go back to at least not to how x-men has been in the last like say 10 or 15 years i don't like a lot of people are link are likening this run to uh morrison's run they feel like it has that kind of energy to it
2: are those pr people
0: no no i'm talking about just random reader type folks
2: people you know actual reader people
0: yeah like like you know, I'm a part of like two X-Men Facebook groups and, you know, talking to people in like shops and stuff. It's like you have that kind of time huh? talking talk to people. And talk to shops. <laughs> what do you think yeah. he was doing
4: last week? Yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, by part of he means moderates.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't moderate any. I of know how Larry
2: Facebook. had a whole other show and he still had time for the show. But now he has his Splatoon groups, his
0: his platoon groups,
2: his uh, Greg Rooker group. And now he. he he misses the show every other week.
0: <laughs> yes, the the, the um, Lazarus Discord is keeping me from doing my fantastic duties. You're yeah. still probation, by the way. I'm I'm on probation. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's like I realized I realized very quickly last week that you all really don't need me. So I was just like, well, I'll I'll hang on for as long as they'll have me. <laughs> it's like, look. Like, I, I'll be I'll be uh, a listener in the chat room if they if they let me go. I'll just be like,
2: hey guys, yeah, like Larry
0: said something I didn't like.
4: What that Bang. you can
0: have
2: him? No, no. Well, yeah, I'll use that to ban him when he's in the chat room. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait, what
0: did I say? That
2: you wanted to have me? Oh no, I that wanted. we can
0: have you. Oh, yeah. oh, got gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. Right, all right. What should we talk about next? We got what? We got the boys. We got Swamp Thing. Yeah. We got. mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm Let's do the boys something's about to end so we could just come back at the end That shit's going downhill anyway and then it gets good again what are you what are you talking about you didn't get my text message last week he didn't have time to read it oh oh, you
0: said swamp thing's about to end oh got you yeah 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 i hear you but i yeah i was watching swamp thing and i'm like
2: man this swamp thing really sucks now and i'm
4: like oh wait never mind Finally, I saw Phantom Stranger. He's still still fat, but at least he had like the silver coins in the hat. But it's still dumb. Yeah.
2: Like, it's still dumb because, well, you know, the shit they did with the blue devil, like, is dumb. Because he basically made the pack with the Phantom Stranger instead
4: of the actual devil. Right, which doesn't really count as a demon deal unless you're saying the Phantom Stranger is a demon.
2: Right, which doesn't explain his 30 silver pieces around his neck either. Well, yeah, that, that's what I did not like. And then in this last episode, they're like doing an autopsy. First of all, they freeze Swamp Thing with liquid nitrogen or some shit. And I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be so great because he's just going to leave a shell of him and then he'll attack him from every tree around them. And then no, he was actually frozen. And then they did an autopsy on him. And then they just <laughs> had a light, a light that let him not live. Or not wake up because it's like nighttime light or
4: some it's bullshit. A, it's green spectrum light, which yeah. I guess because photosynthesis doesn't work in the green. Even though he, I don't know. Yeah, but the fact
2: like, that, it was all going bad. The, the fact that they bad. they
4: could freeze him made a little sense when when they actually when the doctor actually explained that he didn't know that like he thought he was still a person. Yeah. that just was changed and turned. And he, the doctor was saying, well seems like, like the, the plants absorbed your conscience and tried to recreate.
2: Oh, yeah. oh hold on. I'm getting there. Well, that's, that's the whole, like, that's why no, they could freeze him. Cause I don't explain, think he, I don't I'm think explain, he knew. Why, I'm going to explain why freezing is stupid.
4: I'm not done with that yet. Okay. Well you, you tell us why it's stupid and then I'll tell you why you're wrong.
2: Cause it's happened in comics and it, it's happened in the cartoons where they try to freeze them or they try to burn them and everything. And then he escapes Like he just leaves a shell. And then they think they got him and then they lift it and everything and he comes out because he slips out like he like he, he sheds like the bark of a tree you know what i mean and then he just goes into the ground and then comes out like they can't get him like that
4: but he doesn't know that yet like he still Again. thinks that's a Again. that's a body Again. he's in
2: it was dumb to see. And then they, you know, that's when I said, oh, okay, never mind." is because, you know, they, they autopsied him and then he's got all these organs. And then I'm like, man, what the fuck is he doing with these organs? Like, you know what I mean? Like he literally like he reached into his skull and pulled out where a brain would be. And it was just, it grew back like a plant. You know what I mean? It was like moss. So it's like, why has he got organs? And then they said, oh, you're not a man that merged with a
4: plant. You're a plant that thinks it's a man. And then I was like, "Oh yeah." That's when they got you back, huh? <laughs> huh? That's when they got you back, huh?
2: Yeah, just with that line, I'm like, oh, "Okay, they fucked everything up, but they they redeemed it with that line." That's the only thing about, like, to me, that's like, that's all the input you need from Alan Moore. Like, you did it. I'm out. I don't need to watch any more episodes. I'm good. <laughs>
4: blue Blue devil was stupid looking it was
2: stupid that, looking. That it actually me made me like realize that i love the new 90210 uh remake reboot because now i don't ever have to see him as the
4: blue devil ever again honestly i would have preferred if if homeboy just put on that fucking rubber mask that he'd been staring at and then his it, eyes glowed blue right like i would have been fine with that I like you know what that's, that's cool How it's supposed to be yeah, but like, that that, C, do, that, like, that CGI abomination that they showed us yeah. briefly it was it was horrible, especially after staring at Swamp Thing for, what, eight episodes at this point, nine episodes?
2: And Swamp Thing, at his worst, still looks tight. Yeah. Because there's some scenes where Swamp Thing's a like, little, like, foamy, you know, like, it's like, oh, I could get that at Michael's, you know, but, <laughs> uh, but it still looked tight, like, the voice and everything, like that that where uh where what's his name the wanna be arcane guy Avery like when he's on the in the bunk bed and something like rescued him or whatever and then something's like they're face to face like something didn't look that good at the scene but the voice did it like the performance was like oh man
4: this is a good ass scene yeah there was a there was another episode where he's first becoming blue blue devil and like his he his skin starts to turn blue and he's like on fire if yeah. you ju- if you just do that and throw the mask on that fake ass rubber mask it would have Great, I'm like, oh, this is the shit. Yeah, but no, they uh, gave us some CGI, like first year CGI student crap.
2: Yeah, I've seen you
4: do better in your student films.
2: Yeah, but that that blue devil, yeah, that that blue devil was a bust, and and I can see why they ended the the series, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that that justified it. You're, you're starting yeah. to see the
2: budget they're, cuts now. Well, they start. Well, yeah, they start doing all this other shit and. Ultimately like the blue devil is unnecessary. He really is. Because they crow they didn't crowbar him in like they, they f- it seemed it felt like they crowbarred him in after cuz then it's like there's a whole episode where you don't see him and you don't miss him and you don't miss his and then they do the thing with the people, you know, with the two girls going into that thing where he gets a glimpse of that future, possible future and then he can change it. But ultimately like something
4: could have done that. Well, and we're also like at at nine, there's one more episode left. They assumed they had four at this point so that they could have just like crowbarred him in like that blue devil we saw could have been like a last minute CGI. He wasn't planned to actually show up to like 12.
2: Yeah, I think it was setting up for the next season and then they wanted to like (laughs) give you a payoff. But ultimately, yeah, like, uh, I- I'm happy he has a job at, at 90210. You going to watch him there, too? Oh, I'm going to watch 90210 for real. Like, <laughs> I'm all in. I like, I love, they grew along with me.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like, like I, lo- I love the other remake that they did on CW, too, because it was like their kids. But that was so long ago that now their kids, they're like grandparents now. <laughs> <laughs> So there could be, like, any high school students in this joint? I mean, the grandkids are, like, in junior high, I think. And then, like, Jason Priestley looks like total shit, which is amazing. Like, I love it. <laughs> Why do you love it? Because, like, he was so handsome, and now he looks like shit. Like, I love that. Like, and they're still using them. That's fair. And then the girls still look good. You know, uh, Steve, so, uh, oddly enough, the dude Steve that plays, uh, well, Ian Ziering, he still looks exactly the same as he did know. um <laughs> when he was in which is which is weird. He still has the same shitty sideburns. And then uh, Andrea, I don't know what she's going to look like because she looked 80 back in the original. Brian Austin Green looks the same. Yeah, he looks the same, but he looks more manlier. Before, he was more like, you know, boy bandy looking.
4: Who was in, who was Andrea?
2: Andrea was the one with the glasses. No,
4: well, I guess you don't remember the actress name, huh? No, fuck no.
2: Like, she was the not hot one that somehow Jason Priestley, like, made out with once. <laughs>
4: I'm lo- I'm looking for her. Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she's going <laughs> to
4: I can only imagine what she's going to look like in this new series. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for a decent picture of her to post. <laughs> Post them all. Uh here, let, me, let me post this one. This one's from okay. Does it doesn't matter where it's from, it's her. Uh yeah. But oh uh, well, we're talking I like that we, we started that whole um swamp thing chunk saying yeah. we're about to talk about the boys.
2: Yeah. Uh she still looks all right. I don't mind that. But that's kind of how she looked when in the original series too. So yeah, she's aged.
4: Uh, <laughs> actually no, she's I'm aged. looking at some pictures where they put some makeup on her and it's not not that bad
0: does the dude does the dude the um sharknado guy does he get paid more for sharknado at this point or more for this reboot
4: who's the sharknado guy ian
0: yeah
2: the blue devil um i think he gets paid more for this at this point because i I wouldn't be surprised if he has like executive producer credit yeah like honestly he's the only one that like the part of the reason that jason Priestley looks like shit isn't because he's aged it's because he's a fucking idiot has a beautiful face, is a handsome man, white man in Hollywood, aging gracefully, and then he decides he has a hobby of racing cars. That's a fucking dumb move. Oh, what, and he what, smack, like smashes yeah, yeah. his walls and stuff? Like, his face looks like a car wreck because he was in a car wreck. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like, it's fucking stupid. If I was that handsome, like, I, I'm i like 10% as handsome as he is, I'd take care of my face. <laughs>
0: It's your moneymaker.
2: Yeah. My face and my hands, that's it. Like I look, fuck with anything else.
0: <laughs> Leave those alone. There it is. Mo have a peg leg.
2: Yeah. 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 All in all to say that Swamp Thing is, is slightly going downhill, but they redeem themselves. We'll see how it ends. Luckily we don't have to worry about a second season. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the boys. Boys piss me off. Why? Why is you? comic? You... Uh, no. No, God no. <laughs> Why would why would you put a beard on Carl Urban? <laughs> Especially because in the comic he didn't have one. Sure, I'm just thinking that's a that's that's his best feature. That's like his most emotive feature, and you put a beard on it. <laughs> his chin. Yes. Watch Dread again. <laughs> Toy. No, I, I have to watch it again. I, re- I remember
0: him acting his ass off in that joint. And then and it, you're right, it was his chin.
4: And then they teased me by throwing a scene in where he shaved. I'm like, Dad, damn it!
0: You're just mad that they covered his chin. Yes, that's Jay. Did you see Boys? Yes, I did.
3: What did, what did you think
4: of it? Um, it seemed different from the comic,
1: which they made a lot of weird choices. It seemed like to me. Like they made Huey American
2: and And not Simon Pig.
1: I did think that was a waste. Like not using him as Huey.
4: Yeah, but Simon Pig's old. Yeah.
2: But it's he, weird that they made looks like
1: the character. <laughs> yeah, he does. But yeah, it was weird that they made him American. It's um Homelander seems like a different character. This like I don't know. Like and keep in mind I only read like six issues of the comic when it was out. -hmm. So there's a lot I'm, you know, probably a lot of context and shit that I'm not familiar with, but it seemed really different and it was just odd. But I see where they're, I see what they're trying to do, and so I could kind of get with it. But yeah, but it does feel off.
0: Okay, Mo, I know you you hadn't read The Boys. Oh no, I love it. I love it. but but you were thinking you might read the book well here's the thing um
2: when we the boys has a weird history with us because we kind of started around the same time so when we're you know we're getting a lot of daily callers and stuff they would i think it was a uh, whatchamacallit hey jewett in chat that told us about it originally okay and talked about how good it was and then and, and lloyd did too and And, you know, by that time, it had already got optioned and the film rights and all that got sold. So at that point, I made the decision to not read the comics ever. And uh, and then I watched the show when it finally came out and I loved it. Love every minute of it. Joy. Happiest moment of my life. Today, I tried to read the first issue and uh, I almost broke my tablet in half. (laughs) <laughs> Why? It, you know, Joe says, you know, the decisions they make. It's not to me. Like, yeah, I, I can see, you know, Huey was re- like they referenced Simon Pegg ad- to make Huey, you know, like it's the Shaun of the Dead kind of thing. It was at that time, too. Like Simon Pegg was like the go to guy for the a nerdy hero, you know? Right. He was a Scott Pilgrim before Scott Pilgrim, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just the conversation that Huey had with Robin, that's all I read in the book. It takes two pages um, today. And that conversation he had in the book rings of Garth Ennis' writing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. The shit I love in Preacher, the shit I love in Just a Pilgrim, the shit I liked in Darkness, the shit I like in everything Garth Ennis ever does. And that's not the conversation he had with Robin in the show. <laughs> so. I'm like, mm. you know, I'm not reading any, not one more page of this because I'm loving this show. I actually had a conversation with our Lord and Savior, Scott Rubin, <laughs> uh, about the boys because he's like, dude, are you watching this? And I was like, you know what? I'm five episodes in. It's because he was only two in at the time. Uh huh. And this is crazy. It's like, it's so funny. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's funny, but the story is really cool too. I go, wait till you get, you know, I'm five episodes in. It gets better than what you've seen and it just the the series itself you know not taking the comic into account progressively each episode just gets better and better right and uh i don't have any idea what the changes are aside from you know the more politically correct verbiage and conversations which are even like in the show are like a little like whoa you know but in the comic are a lot more and uh yeah so yeah I'm, I'm, i've never like this is why earlier in the show i said i'm no longer reading any comic that might be turned into a movie <laughs> because I want to enjoy the movie. Everything's getting made, you know, like, even if you like TV, like, they're making TV shows based on movies you've seen, and it's like, well, I like the movie better. This TV show's not as good. They're doing a lot of that, so it's almost... And I I don't know if it's just me. I don't know how other people feel about this, but a lot of the stuff that's getting adapted, like unless it's a actual book book, I've probably already read or if it's a movie, I've already seen. So I don't like I just get aggravation everywhere. And uh, I'm happy to not have that with the boys.
0: I will say that, you know, it's well it's it's interesting cuz i feel where you're coming from and i i definitely get you know being like having the personality you have where you're like i just rather not put myself through that <laughs> you know <laughs> like like when you're like i could just watch this for what it is and enjoy it and if i read this book i'm going to be comparing it to that and i will enjoy it less and i can i can totally understand that and it to would me,
2: be it's always win too so it's
0: like yeah right so uh... especially like i mean it's the source material but yeah. I know that you just like comics as well, where you're just like, you might like the comic adaptation better just because it's comics. Well,
2: you know, uh, uh, to make a TV show, you have have a committee, you have your director, you have your network, you have your... You have a whole group of people making something, and and, then, you know, your writers and everything. And to make a comic, generally, sometimes all you have is just one person's vision. And in something like The Boys, you have, like, two or three person's visions. And I know uh, The Boys was originally on Wildstorm. I know Wildstorm let Garth—if they're going to get Garth Ennis at that time, they're going to let him do what the fuck he wants right i mean and if you don't see that then it's like to me it's like you know what they don't really respect the spirit of what garth ennis brings to comics because garth ennis brings a lot to car like to me he's tarantino of comics you know what i mean
0: he's the what? the
2: tarantino of comics oh the tarantino yeah i could see that so like yeah him azarello um uh, those two are to me are the like they're tarantino comics like if you're gonna see a Tarantino movie and then you're going to get offended by it, then it's like, it's your fault for going to see a Tarantino movie. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's how it is. Like, if you're going to adapt, uh, that's, that's why I hated Preacher. Cause that's another Garth in this property, you know? So it's like, you know, it was, the boy is doing that. Like, I'm so glad I didn't read the Boys
0: and Love It as much as I did uh, Preacher. I will say that I felt like, you know, I, it's been a long time since I read The Boys, and so I don't I don't remember all the story beats, but I remember watching what when I watched the first couple episodes thinking like, oh, I, I actually remember that happening in the comic. I remember this happening in the comic. And it's not, you know, obviously beat for beat, but I do remember some, like, you know, some things that it things that you, you know, on like, you know, you mentioned Preacher. Preacher was on what? FX, right? AMC. AMC, like there's some things that I'm sure they don't put on AMC, and so you leave out of Preacher. But things I remember watching things on, on, in this these first few episodes of The Boys, where I'm like, if that was on something else, like a, a network, th- you, that would not have been in the. Would probably would not have been in in the script just because they probably wouldn't have been able to show it. You know, like not in the same way at least. You talking about the the deep thing. Uh the the thing with the deep. I think part of it, and then also a lot of what we saw with um,
4: with, um, with translucent. It, it's tough to, to say what preacher won't show you if if they if they go ahead and keep showing you Humper Dukes because like that that's what i thought they would like maybe just reference it and not show it but no, they, they give you plenty of do but the boy yeah. the boys pissed me off a little bit especially with the translucent stuff because when they are we spoiling this yeah uh, we... i mean it just came out
0: last week right yeah but who cares we'll pretend what? Not here. Like, like i hear
4: like i would I, look maybe just you know keep it light how about that okay so when we see what ultimately happens with translucent now mm-hmm. they spent like the the whole episode trying to figure out how do you how do you take out somebody with invulnerable skin and they they figure it out but Fuck it! i'm gonna have to spoil a little bit when the explosive goes off it shouldn't have blown up the the translucent skin like it shouldn't have broken the skin what i was expecting to see because i knew it was going to happen what i was expecting to see is uh like just essentially blood and goo coming out of orifices but that's not because what it's unbreakable skin how does it all of a sudden break
0: well no i mean but it's just like think of it like like a safe
2: or like x-men first class
0: I don't, I don't, why that's I, I don't, don't get paid. Because
2: in X-Men First Class, they crushed diamonds with
0: brass. No. Which was also stupid. Yeah, right. exactly. So yeah, but no, no. just enjoy the
2: stupid. So,
4: so oh, I, oh. it can piss me was, off.
0: No, think of it, think of it like a safe.
4: Like you can blow up a safe from the inside. Right, but it no yeah you don't want to blow up a safe from the inside first of all because then you damage the stuff inside it well yeah but that's the point
0: oz where it's like you know just because something is made to be impenetrable from outside doesn't mean you can't
4: destroy it from inside i think it does no but you're wrong steel reacts to an explosion from either side of it yeah but he's not made of steel right he's made of something stronger right if which, if, which, if which reacts to pressure if you couldn't blow him apart from the outside you shouldn't be able to blow him apart from the inside
0: it it depends on how i on don't how know why they didn't they just
2: gas him
4: or poison him
2: well because right could, like he could vomit it up they explained that poison like, I, I honestly yeah, thought
4: do. when they offer him the water i thought yeah. oh there's poison in there and that's how they're gonna they're gonna say yeah. well we have an yeah. antidote
2: i yeah motherfucker because he's just straight up gonna say yeah that
4: the antidote thing like this guy's cold-blooded you know he's like like, (laughs) i was practically yelling at the screen poison 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 and well i mean while i like their solution the the way it was represented visually threw me off a little bit and that's just a minor complaint i'm complaining about like what 30 seconds of of i've I've watched like five episodes of it and 30 seconds of it is what i'm complaining about if you don't count the carl Urban beard. but just because something you make something
0: indestructible from the outside doesn't necessarily mean it's indestructible from the inside too like you you can do it from both ways like there are there are things that yeah like doesn't matter whether you're on the inside or on the outside but you know but that it doesn't necessarily mean that you know like like a tank
4: think of it like that if you throw if you throw a grenade inside a tank you destroy the inside of the tank but you don't destroy the like the tank won't splinter off into into pieces
0: it might, depending if, if yeah. it's
4: strong enough to splinter it from the inside, it would splinter it from the outside. But because no.
0: themes are on the inside, no, but no, but it's about it's about the pressure, Oz. It's like if you put an explosive in, it's like how a soda can explodes in the freezer. You know what I mean? It's like if it was empty, it wouldn't pop. But it's like you know, it's like it's it's the pressure. If you put an explosive device in a contained thing, the fact that it's impenetrable works against it so because all that all that pressure has to go somewhere now if you do it from the outside all you're doing is putting that pressure along one side of it or around it but not not containing it that's why so if translucent at
4: a tank from the outside it doesn't do anything so so what you're saying is the same amount of explosive that they use some translucent on the inside if let's say he he try to do the Superman thing where where he holds that explosive in the palm of his hands to to stop the explosion like that would that theoretically that, that would blow, that, that should no. blow his hands apart right like because it's, it's no. the
0: side no it, like to open his fist. But it won't blow apart his fist. Like if you throw the same grenade at Translucent in the cage he'll probably Get knocked out but he'll survive but If you stick it up inside of him It doesn't have any
4: the pressure has nowhere To go the problem is I'm reading way too Many physics books I, you, I don't think you're reading enough physics books. Yeah. <laughs> you're reading the wrong ones yeah
0: it's like it's like it's it's literally the pressure of that thing that blows it apart because that all it's the physics is literally like the energy has to go somewhere
4: but you, you're containing it in a small space and it can't get out right so it would liquefy the inside but the shell would remain not necessarily well, I'm telling you it would no. No, but, but you're wrong
2: by yeah. your logic it would eventually create a little black hole inside them <laughs>
0: like it could be right, Oz. If something is strong enough, but I don't think I think you're giving his skin
4: too much credit. Right? They forget they that shot I his d- skin. They, they shot his skin with the same material his skin is made out of, and that bullet bounced off dick. with a massive like that bullet was bigger than my dick.
2: But the thing is, they didn't. They got it right up to that level because. His, the reason his skin's translucent is because it's that level of carbon, like a diamond. That bullet wasn't a diamond.
4: Dude said it's the same stuff his, his skin's looked, made out of.
2: Diamonds are carbon. That bullet's carbon. But that bullet wasn't as hard as a diamond.
4: They should have shot him with brass is what you're saying. They
2: should have shot him or with a diamond. No, those drills are diamond-tipped. But that again, it's it's his particular hardness is a little above it. So they just have to go. They can't go as hard as he can. So they do it from the inside diamonds react to pressure like that's how they get created so pressure from the inside will do something to it
4: all that to say it's a good show it is a good show but i didn't read the books yeah no that look i'm so happy i didn't read the books I, I would have watched it anyway because I support Carl Urban and anything he does. But that first episode, man, there's a lot of like just gratuitous sex and violence in that first episode. And I understand they're trying to get you to to sign up, but man, that was a little that was a little much. Because then the, the the episodes after that aren't as crazy as that first one. Am I alone there? <sighs> Um, I didn't think it was accurate
1: too. the deep sex scene made me really uncomfortable Really? Okay. Yeah, when she had his fingers and his gills <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, that freaked me out
4: Yeah, but that wasn't the first I mean, personally,
1: it's his gills, the way they look, they're pretty disgusting But her putting her fingers in them, the way he was reacting
2: to it, like ugh
4: The toe sucking scene creeped me out yeah, was, was the uh, sex club the first or the second episode? I think it was a second. Yeah, it was a second. So yeah. maybe maybe it's blurring together for me at this point.
1: Definitely for me.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, but there's, there's a lot of so, gratuitous nudity, nudity, and although I don't know, I guess not really, because then there's parts where I thought there would be nudity and there wasn't, like the I I will refer to it as the breastfeeding scene with Homelander. Yeah, I was disappointed in that. <laughs> I, oh, I guess I guess dude didn't want to put his mouth there, huh? So they they did it that way, huh? It Was clear with the fingers though. Yeah, but then like the chick oh. never actually was topless either. Yeah, but she's an old bag. I was
1: one of the things I thought was interesting is like all the female topless scenes were body doubles.
4: How how'd you know? Because when I'm turned into a dude, I uh,
1: no when you look. You see, like, whenever the boobs are shown, the face isn't like it's the way they shoot the scene, like, so that the face is never in frame when the breasts are.
4: Oh, okay. you don't understand, Lawrence. Uh, Joe has done the research. <laughs> <laughs> He has looked up each one of those women and their and what their breasts actually look like. <laughs> <You know. laughs>
1: well, no, I, I didn't do all that, but <laughs> well, say you did. In general, if they don't show the person's face at the same time as the breast, then it's a double.
2: Well, that's you know, like you said, in general, because in that Game of Thrones episode, it was a body double and they showed her face too.
4: Yeah, but the boys ain't got that kind of CGI money. I mean, that was like Game of Thrones season what four or five. Yeah. Which was also weird because I've seen that actress naked in movies before. <laughs> no, like. no, but
2: she, she was pregnant at the time,
4: like in real life. Oh, yeah, I don't want to see that. What are you doing? So what would you all rate the boys? I'll give it I a four. Say, Wait, what'd you say? I said I'll g- I'd will give it a four. Okay. Pretty close to a five, uh, but, uh, again, sliding scale, I've never read the book. Cool. Jay?
1: Um, I liked it a lot despite the differences. Um, I would give it a four. Fair. Moses?
0: I'd give it a five out of five. Word. I'd, I'd give it, I think, uh, I think four and a half. It's good. I like it. I'm having fun watching it.
2: I'm, I need to
3: finish.
0: The
2: only thing I'm mad about is that, well, well, yeah, no, I, I guess my boycott still stands. Because I've been boycotting everything that Seth Rogen, except for his episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, <laughs> <laughs> um, since the Preacher thing, and then I I just found out right now that The Boys is... He produced that. See, I thought. Dude.
4: I thought about that because I remember you. You mentioned boycotting Seth Rogen stuff. Yeah, but it's also a, a Kripke production. Yeah, that guy ain't that great anyway. Wow, yeah. the guy that that did Supernatural, not great. Yeah, gotcha. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Because okay. he's also the dude that tried to do
4: that funky shit with Sandman, and luckily it didn't happen. I don't remember that. I remember Timeless. Timeless was amazing. I didn't see that. Nobody saw that. That's why it canceled after three seasons. That should tell you something. But it was a good show. A lot of the same actors are in the boys. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, that's that guy, the black guy. I don't know his name." Mother's Note? No, no, no. The minor actor. He's a uh, he's he's the marketing guy. yeah uh, he was also in *Timeless*. that, guy, and the, that guy's in everything. He's like, in, I saw him in a degree commercial. Look, I saw Sam Jackson in a credit card commercial. What's your point? Mm. I like that dude. Even though people commercials think make he, a lot of money too. Even though people think he's the same dude from from uh, what's that Zoe Deschanel show? The new guy girl?
0: No new girl. <laughs>
2: The new guy is the DJ Qualls movie. So, Wait, is that for real?
1: That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's a cool movie. I like that movie.
4: Is that actually a thing?
1: I mean, it takes <laughs> itself a little too seriously, but other than that, it's like pretty fun.
4: Yeah. See, I, I wish you guys were there when I was at the bar with them. I know. I wish. I wish too.
2: I would have told them I named the goldfish after you.
4: <laughs> DJ or Qualls?
2: No, the new guy. Well, yeah, I named him DJ Qualls because he was the new guy, like, out of all the Goldfish I had at the time. He was the newest one, so because of the new guy, I named him DJ Qualls. That's a
4: 2002 movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I'm not going to watch that. You should. I'm good. Because it's old? Uh eh, it's Eddie Griffin. What's wrong? Eddie Griffin's hilarious. He's hit or miss. But not oh. in the early two thousands.
1: Jeez, okay.
2: And his role is pretty small. Yeah. But poignant. I don't know what poignant means, but yeah. No,
1: you're right. It is poignant.
2: possible
4: <laughs> poignant. Ooh, Eliza Dushku's in it. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. I'm fifty 50- Tony Hawk's in it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh
2: Should we do the heavy metal minute and then end it or do news or I it's yeah like... no, i think
0: i think heavy metal metal minute and then let's get out of here
4: i got some news stories oh okay well heavy metal minute then a couple news stories and then get out of here i'll go i'll go through them quick they're mostly for you Lawrence.
0: yay for me
2: it's time it's time for another heavy metal minute this week i have a two for one news story it's tool got an album coming out allegedly You know, with Tool, you never know. They could put out something, or two days before the release, they'd be like, ah, just kidding. But this week, they have finally revealed the title of their new album. They did it through a post on Instagram. It's called Fear Inoculum, and it will be released, allegedly, August 30th, 2019. And if you're tired of streaming bootleg versions of their songs, you can now... Starting August 30th, you can now get all their stuff streaming on demand on all the major platforms. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever. Phonos Mm. or whatever that one is called. Get on all that. So their entire discography is going to be available to get on demand through streaming services. Uh, Another bit of news here. Mike Judge has said that Beavis and Butthead movie... Uh, Mike Judge has said that a Beavis and Butthead movie might be a possibility. Yeah. While on a promotional tour for Silicon Valley, he was asked about the Metalhead duel's future, especially since Paramount owns the rights to the movie. Um, basically, uh, Mike Judge said, in quotes, they seem to be still interested in that. I've got some ideas, I think. It would have to be something that makes it relevant today. I think I might have figured out a way to do that. He also went on to say, uh, I would probably direct it. And that's it, yeah. Beavis and Butthead, to America was a cool metalhead movie. I don't know what Beavis and Butthead would be like this day and age, but uh, they did have a little bit of a a resurgence, I want to say like eight years ago or something. And it was, you know, pretty modern and, and pretty relevant. So we'll see what a movie would look like this day and age. And lastly, Corey Taylor stopped a Slipknot performance. This past Saturday, they performed at the Road Show along with Behemoth, Gojira, and Volbeat, uh, Slipknot headlined. And according to some fans on Reddit, the mosh pit was out of control. People passed out. There was a woman had a couple kids with her on the floor. Uh, Another woman had a seizure. Um, These two guys, two big guys posted on Reddit and said that basically this dude just fell and went limp. And they were trying to pick him up. And and he just kept saying, help me, help me. But he was going in and out of consciousness. And he was going limp. Luckily, those two big guys were able to carry him. Um, But, yeah, Taylor, Corey Taylor stopped the show. It was right at the first song. And uh, he stopped the show and yelled at the audience. He said, uh, no one gets hurt on my watch, and uh, you better believe me. And he stopped the performance, let, you know, paramedics or whatever come in and get people out. Um, One thing about this concert, man, is that it's in San Bernardino, California, in the middle of the high desert out here, where there's no kind of trees, no kind of plant life. And it's an open air venue, holds sixty five thousand people. The show sold out. You got Volbeat, Gojira, and Behemoth before you even get to Slipknot, and those are all four high energy bands. It's like, and, and I'm sure they didn't have you know Aquafina sponsoring it. They had probably Monster Rockstar. so people are gonna get dehydrated. Um, yeah, it, it's a bad look for for Slipknot if it's if if all those things are heat related, which I suspect. But if they're not, then, you know, he's vindicated and he can do 10 more of those. I'm Moses Magnum, and this has been a Heavy Metal Minute.
0: Word. Yay. I think they were drinking Nas, too. Were they there? I don't know. (laughs) Just putting just putting it in there. I
2: actually had an issue uh with that at that same venue. Um well one year it was me. I, I drank a bottle of Jack Daniels, like the big like thirty dollar bottle inside a super big gulp and uh somebody pat me in the back and hey man, you gonna join the show? And then I just passed out. Boom, woke up three bands later. And then my brother, Larry, you met my brother Oscar. Oh, yeah, yeah. He Hey, we ain't that close. No, I'm my, my real brother, not you. Oh nah. um, <laughs> he had the same deal like he got super dehydrated and it's like i had to like wake him up for like five bands oddly enough it was during the slipknot set that it happened (laughs) but yeah that it's a terrible venue like it's so far away it's so fucking hot yeah and uh yeah i i I actually i could have gone to see that show for free if i wanted to and i opted not to like i I really want to see Behemoth. Like, I want to see them every chance I get, but uh, I'm not putting up. Like, I'll just show up, watch Behemoth, and leave, and it's like a two-hour drive.
0: Like, fuck that. Also, um, it's funny because you were doing the story about Beavis and Butthead, and I'm like, I would actually really like to see that, but... Yeah, I'm not sure what it'd be like in this day and age either, but... Didn't I, they just I, have it, a it, Beavis and Butt
4: hit movie no. like a couple years ago? Wait, say again? Didn't they just have a Beavis and Butt hit movie a few years ago? No. That was like 20... Like 09, right? Or, no,
2: no, oh. it was like 1997 or 8 was the movie. And then in like 08, 09, I think they did season 9 of the TV show.
0: Okay, yeah, that's what it was.
2: And then that never came
0: back. It was like 10 years ago, though.
2: Yeah. That Mike Juggs is a gangster, though, man. Because he literally... Like they said hey, we want to do Beavis and Butthead again. If you let us do it, you know, MTV told him, if you let us do it, we'll uh, we'll give you half the ownership rights. Because he had none. But really, if he had none, then they don't need to ask him. But right. they, him to write it. So I guess they thought he would be, like, against it. Mm-hmm. But he was just happy to do it. So he's like, yeah, I got. got. And then he didn't do another season because he's like, fuck it, I already got my 50% rights. What do I give a fuck? You know, now, like, whatever they want to do, they have to go through him and he can have more control in it. But, uh, yeah, Paramount has the right for it and i, I guess he, if he's gonna direct it he'll let them make it again which should be good
3: yeah
0: i think if he if he makes it it'll be good yeah. but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting because I, I have no idea like what those guys like how they fit into a modern like in this day and age what that's like
2: yeah there's no music videos
0: i know never- right even, yeah, like they'll be on they'll be on YouTube,
2: right? Even if there are, they're like there's no um, <laughs> there there's no like one place to see them. YouTube, yeah,
4: but uh, it's still not like a one place, like you know. And you have more control over what you watch on YouTube. Right. Well, that was the point: is they just sat there watching MTV, a right. random shit came out, they would they would comment on. Yeah. V- vivo, Vivo. <laughs> Well, the Vivo app on Apple TV, but they can't afford Apple
0: TV. V- Vivo on Shuffle. You can get Vivo through like the Vivo channel on YouTube. Speaking of. <laughs> That's still too much control, though.
2: Maybe so.
1: And uh, Netflix recently released the trailer for Rocco's Modern Life. Oh yeah, I saw that. It looks really good.
2: They also just released Neon Genesis Evangelion. Wait, say again? Uh they just released Neon Genesis Evangelion on Netflix. Oh nice. Mm. The original or the remakes nah, the original. Mm.
4: Nice. Oh wow. Oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go I'm gonna be able to get to C2E to next year. They're doing it February.
0: Oh nice. Cool. All
4: right. So quick news. Let's yeah. do
0: it. <gasps>
2: Book news. We should have a like, like uh Comic book like news. A- <laughs> Well not not like that but like
4: Okay so this story specifically is for Lawrence and I'm telling you right now cuz even though the release date is March 17th 2020 start saving your pennies cuz Marvel is putting out a $500 3600 page X-Men Children of the Atom box set. I did see that. Complete 60s and 70s. The article seemed to think that uh, all the major storylines in X-Men happened in the 60s and 70s because they mentioned it's going to have Days of Future Past. The Phoenix Saga, all new, all different. And I'm sitting there like, well, that was in the 80s. Well, that was in the 90s. But that's the point. For $500, you're getting this massive dump of X-Men comics. Yeah.
2: Is it one book? Or is it like uh like a box set? It's a box thing? set. Okay. Because uh, I can't read those omnibuses; they're
4: too big. I I think well, I think it's a box set of trade paperbacks. So like okay. you'll have the Phoenix okay. Saga in its own trade. I I really doubt they're going to give you like however many issues the Phoenix Saga and Days of Future Past was.
0: It, it's it's probably going to end up being though like an omnibus box set, Mo. Well, so, like, like five different.
4: Well, like the, the Kirby and and the the Kirby Lee stuff from the sixties and 70s that's probably going to be like an omnibus type of books but i think like the the storylines like future past and and the phoenix saga are going to be like a trade paperback
0: i don't i don't know like i don't
4: i don't feel like they'll i I mean i didn't get to read the
0: story that that you have but from what i was seeing i was just like it sounded to be more so like it's not going to be um necessarily individually um um like it's not going to have the major story arcs cut up into pieces. So you're like, oh, I want to read Dark Phoenix today. I'm going to just pull that book. The, I think I think it's going to be more era.
4: Yeah, the and the, the article I read didn't really specify that. Specify, I, I don't think right. we, I don't think we even know that. So if it's not yeah. if it's not like well, this is the trade paperback for this story and that story, then the other thing I was thinking of is you're going to get like five or six books. This is the '60s. This is the '70s, right. which right. Is, which yeah. goes through actually what you're saying, but. It's right. not, it probably exactly won't be as says. big as uh, the the omnibuses book. Although, I don't right. know, 3,600 3, pages and what, a book a decade? Maybe that from 50s, that makes it what, six, seven books? So 3,600 3, pages among six or seven books are some heavy-ass fucking books.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that's why I said it, just because, you know, I know you were saying, Mo, you don't like reading the omnibuses, but chances are that's probably what... These will be because, especially if you're going to take the time to make a giant box set, you're probably going to make sure the books have some sort of uniformity to them. So, you know, that means you divvy them in a way that makes sense so that they look nice together, you know?
4: Well, and ultimately, it doesn't matter what Mo wanted because this was sorry for you, Lawrence. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you're I the guy just... that's going to get it. Ultimately, ultimately, it never matters what I want. <laughs> well, well, Lawrence is the one that's going to get this. Like, If Mo gets it, he's chipping in to buy it for Lawrence.
0: Look,
2: I was th-
4: accidentally buying it for Lawrence for his birthday. It's, it's one of those things where I
0: it's not the type of thing I would necessarily buy for myself, you know, just because it's a lot of money at once. And, you know, and, I don't like it, it would be cool to have just because I would appreciate it. But yeah, you know, like it's funny because like this actually um, is happening to me right now, even before the story came out with this, um, which you I don't know if you all saw it or not, because you were in Comic Con. Did you all go by the Hasbro booth? Yeah. Did you all see the Unicron?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually giant I, 20
0: pounder thing that Bo tried
2: yeah.
4: to take
0: a picture of. <laughs> I actually
2: like. I think I made a video trying to take a picture of it because I literally every
0: time I snap, somebody walked in front of me, like four yeah. people. Yeah, and so it's like that. Unicron is being like. Uh, Hasbro has a like a crowdfunding thing for figures that are basically like too expensive to just make and see what happens. And that's the the latest one. It's called Haslab, and the joint it's it's basically a six hundred dollar figure. And you know, you saw how big it is. Uh, you you actually have a better sense. Is it on it's not Kickstarter
4: it's like it, it's like Kickstarter but
0: specific like Hasbro internal it
4: oh. it's interesting and so because there's actually Lawrence way. and you probably didn't know this because you weren't there but I think there's actually two different unicrons because there was a giant massive one and then it was a slightly smaller one that it mm. th- it looked a little bit higher quality uh as far as how it was made but it was smaller too not by a lot maybe, though. I, I would say maybe a third smaller maybe I don't like it could have been maybe the prototype but it, I don't I yeah, it, it, it could have been that, too, because we didn't stop and look. Moe just tried to take a picture of it and yelled Man. at some random strangers.
0: But the one that, that was like in the case... With the it, it had the robot mode and the planet mode next to it. That's like basically the final the final thing. And there it, it costs six hundred bucks. And people are you know they're like if we get this many people backing it, which I think they need like eight thousand people. And I think it ends I want to say mid August or or late August. But they're like you know if every you, it's one of those things where you know you gotta like put the money in to fund it. So they're like if eight thousand people buy it at six hundred dollars a pop, we'll make it. And if they don't, then you know they're like well we tried. <laughs> but it's one of those things again where it's like i, I kind of want it but it, you know to justify just spending 600 bucks it's like uh i don't know man see now that that's not the one oz that that's the one the one yeah, I, the, true right yeah the one you put in mo is the one the, the other one uh oz is that that is a different unicron that i think hasro didn't make but that was like one of the yeah the other ones that's that's no good no one liked that one that's why they made this one <laughs> I,
4: I think i posted a robot mode of. Back, like, <laughs> yeah, the robot
0: mode is the right one. Okay. Yeah, but that joint, yeah, the chick in the back. She's like, let me drink some water. <laughs> yeah, makes me dirty. But, but I'm sitting here like I'm looking at that thing and I'm like, damn, like I want that, but I don't have six hundred dollars to just do that. that. Like Yeah, you do. I mean I I can do it. You but can should your Jordans. I don't I don't even I've never owned a pair of jordans I know. Oh, <laughs> I'm like not i'm like not one pair <laughs> like i but you know me like i like i don't even i don't like i don't think have i i can't think of any one thing that i just like randomly would spend 600 bucks on outside of like like a computer you know like a laptop
4: it sounds like you gotta start saving your pennies
0: well but that's the thing it's it's crowdfunded so so you got to do it now you gotta you're like, right it's I, like it'd it
2: be'
4: yeah. would be
0: no thing for if it was like hey it's gonna come out this date it's like i would save my money and even if they're like put you have to put down a pre-order and it's like 150 buck deposit that'd be no thing but it's like hey this is happening and it's like you got like a month and a half and it's like i can't do 600 in a month and like i i have it but i'm like that like something is something else is gonna suffer like i would mess around and like have to like you know i don't know i don't have 600 for that this month you better tell us to step up
4: <laughs> right
0: i'll expense it <laughs>
4: You don't understand. I needed this for morale. It's Nas color You put, NOS colors. You put, NOS, NOS, put a health. Put a right. Nas sticker on it and call it promotions. That's what I'll do. I hear it's heavy. It's like twenty pounds or something like that. A, yeah. Trying to transform
0: that shit's gonna be a pain in the ass. Oh uh, dude, I would I would love every second of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it is the type of thing that well you know Hasbro is usually pretty good like with their testing and stuff where yeah it, it's probably not going to like break but it's definitely not the it's not made to be transformed yeah. in the way that Everything. normal Transformers are it's not a toy for children right um, the pro the price point
2: although alone
3: I'm going to you know buy it
0: for my little niece huh
4: I'm going to buy it for my little niece <laughs> <It's laughs> his should... birthday like around August so it'll be right in time for the okay. girl. if we accidentally <laughs> buy it then we should film Lawrence like transforming it. For from the planet to the to the robot. Or
2: if we accidentally buy it we should film Larry watch as we throw it off a building. Oh my god. <laughs> I would
0: I, I think I would follow it. I would try to catch it on the way home. He
4: would jump credit
3: I'm like no.
0: I, I saw a video of a guy talking about it and he was saying it takes like, if you know what you're doing, it takes like 30 minutes. Oh, to really? Transform it. Yeah. yeah.
4: And I was like, Damn, imagine awesome. Lawrence jumping off the roof with it, Gwen Stacy in it. <laughs> like, he catches it, but it snaps. He uses his grapple toy to grab it. <laughs>
0: There it is, man. But that it's beautiful, man. It's like I would definitely like I'm already I already have started a, a collection of uh of like Megatron slash Galvatrons. And that would be the crown jewel. I would I would totally like just have this with that collection like it would just be that surrounded by all these different Megatrons and Galvatrons it'd it'd be awesome and hopefully I could find like one that would be the right scale to put like on its chest or something you know because mirror, mirroring that scene <laughs> you know where it's like oh, I love it. I love it. It's like, and hopefully, you know, I I do truly believe that. I think it probably will get funded or come really close. Do you you don't have the URL for that funding thing? Do you? No, it's it's. I'm pretty sure it's like Haslab
4: something or other. It, it, you put in Haslab. It's on their web. Uh, it's on their website. It, well, Hasbro Pulse, I guess. Dot com. Yeah, I'll, po- I'll exactly, post that in yeah. chat because I was looking at it right now. Yeah, Dude. Hasbro
0: Pulse. I'm considering that'll, that'll
4: accidentally backing it,
0: but it's um.
2: Oh man, let's get that Cookie mug Monster instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two ninety nine. It's like half the price.
0: Uh, but it's one of those things where um holy crap.
2: Wait. Yeah,
4: it has hopefully. it has two thousand no, backers I, already. Oh, I accidentally added two. I was like, why is this why is this charging me a thousand dollars? No, I hit it twice. <laughs> Yeah, five, seven. It's not even uh, like a crowdfunding thing. It's like a pre-order. But yeah, they you have just to get they us-
0: need 8000 people to buy
4: it. No, but but that's that's I mean, that's it's the same concept
0: in the sense that they technically it doesn't get made like mass produced if they don't get all the backers.
4: Well, they're at 2098 right now with a right. target of 8000. There's 30 days left. Yeah, it might and not, I,
2: Like I might just pledge just cuz it might
4: not get it. It's not even a pledge, <laughs> it's a pre-order. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: But, but yeah, cause not, if everybody doesn't get it then we don't get it, you know what I mean? Right. And they give you your money back obviously. It's not like you got to worry about that. Yeah,
2: no, I I uh.
0: But, you know. I know they, who this
2: uh, has, bro. Not I think like-
0: they did the same thing with the, whatchamacallit, barge, with the barge from Star Wars. Yeah,
2: the Katana.
0: Is that what that barge is called?
2: Yeah. I didn't know that. Because you're not a Star Wars fan like
0: I am. I, hey, I I agree with you on that. You called the name of that joint. I was like, I didn't. like. it. I'm on the website and it says the katana. Oh, I didn't know. Like that's hilarious.
2: Yeah, it got funded 176 percent. Yeah, and And so it's one of these things where. um, But that Cookie Monster only has 387 backers. It needs 3,000, and it's 300 dollars. Like I feel bad. Like I want to give some.
4: Where the hell are you seeing a Cookie Monster?
2: On, on HasbroPulse.com. The pre-order section? Oh,
4: Active Projects. I don't have that page.
2: Go to HasLab. He,
4: he's probably on the uh,
2: on the desktop site. I'm on my phone. Yeah, I see oh. new
4: pre-orders brands. Oh, HasLab. There it is. Is that, is that yeah. what you mean? Oh, that's a badass Cookie Mon. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You're cookie got, Monster. You all are
2: hilarious with this <laughs> Cookie unicorn. Uh, <monster>. <laughs> We're getting a uh, Cookie Yeah, <laughs>
4: why would I want a unicorn when I can have a Cookie mo- Oh, it's articulated, too. Yeah, that's what i'm saying like <laughs> life size is it life size i didn't even see the size it just looked badass
0: yeah. that's hilarious well I'm, I'm happy that you all are happy and there's a limit
2: of
4: five so you get five and i get five hours 38 inches is yeah the that's life. i guess i got some life choices too. i gotta have a some serious conversations with my wife tomorrow the, the, and that's the that's the other thing too, where it's like, you know, I don't even think I could mess around and
0: say to Nia, hey, like, could you get me this six hundred dollar transformer? <laughs> because <laughs> like it's not to say that like she would understand that i would want it yeah but but you she, know i just don't i don't yeah i don't i wouldn't feel right i wouldn't feel right you have be done for her lately I, you're like not enough <laughs> not enough that i you know i don't even know if i would ever feel like i've done enough to be like yeah you should get me this 600 hundred dollar transformer i think
4: i could pull it off
2: yeah
0: well hey there you go man you know you, you got that uh you're you making that nuclear money
2: yeah, you better use it now before that. You know everything goes renewable.
3: <laughs>
4: you know what? Nuclear is the is the greenest energy you can get.
2: <laughs> yeah, neon green.
4: <laughs> carbon, Just like
2: your semen.
4: Carbon neutral, baby. Oh, carbon neutral.
2: Oh, we didn't talk about that about SDCC at Comic Con
4: about Green uh, Pea. Oz's green semen. Oh, geez. I don't even know what the hell that story is from working at the nuclear plant. I don't know how that relates to this SDCC. I mean, I know I was drunk most of the time. I don't remember talking about that.
0: Yeah, me neither. No, it's like you don't remember what you did to that woman. I made woman. Smi- I that made her smile. Wait, we called her. We called her Gamma after.
2: It's a. It was a plate of fries.
4: Plate <laughs> of fries.
2: Oh fuck those
4: fries. <laughs> Oh, geez. That's when they. That's when they kicked us out of that room. Yeah, I remember that. Fuck that bar that I love so much.
2: Oh yeah, that's another thing, Larry. Um, so, uh, remember how we tried to get the all games Tivoli party popping? Yes. So they kicked us out of a room because they had a private party during Comic-Con. Tavoli did? Yeah.
0: Did you, what room?
2: The back, like, you know how they had, like, two bars?
0: Like, the oh, yeah, with, yeah. They yeah. kicked you out the other, the other side it, of Tivoli's? They had a private party. And they didn't, like, you know, they didn't have anywhere else for you to go or anything? No, I mean, we found what to do. But I'm just saying, like, remember, like... I'm saying they didn't, like,
2: be
4: like, oh, would you guys mind moving to... Uh, it's not about that.
2: Like, it it's about wasn't.
4: When we tried to do a party. They told us they didn't do that. And it wasn't a, would you mind? It was uh at this time, you have to get the fuck out of this room. Right.
2: Oh. Us, it's like, no, everybody can come and hang with us. You know, like, we're not yeah. off. We'll just get, you know, we'll get our sponsors. We'll... We'll get this and that. Right. We'll bring stuff and then you don't have to turn anybody away.
0: Right. right.
2: And they still didn't want to.
0: Yeah, you know, I I I don't know if I remember it 100 percent Like they didn't want to, but they they definitely weren't as open to it as they probably should have
2: been. We don't want to exclude anybody because it's a neighborhood bar and we're from here and and, you know. But But they did
0: but they did it that year, huh? They they, finally came. uh, Yeah. Do you know what who who the party was for?
2: No, I made it I made a mental note to like go check it out. But you know,
4: so it wasn't like anybody famous or anything like that. Life happens. Yeah, that does happen.
2: And by life, I mean dissolving edibles into your beer.
4: It, it's okay because the the bartender girl that they assigned to that area sucked. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. at least
0: that was the thing.
4: Like Liz really hated her.
2: She hates everybody. Not me. <laughs> no, I think now she does again. Uh,
3: why? Because <laughs> <Why>? she
4: sobered <laughs> up. That's
2: hilarious. She's like, I regret telling him I didn't hate him.
4: Oh. <laughs> well, look, many women regret things that happen around me when they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right,
4: really quick. Kevin, Kevin. Faggy promises Fantastic Four is gonna be better than the Fox one. Not a big surprise, not a huge bar there. Uh Monica Rambo is gonna be in WandaVision. Adult. That's such a terrible name.
2: It is a terrible name, huh?
4: Yeah.
0: Like I don't understand. I who. think it's a bad show. I don't think it's gonna be that good. I, I don't I think the show will be interesting, even though I'm not exactly certain. Like, well, here's the thing. You know, because this is the with, with phase four, what we get out of it is finally i guess the, the the unapologetic integration of tv and the the movies right yeah so now these move or these tv shows are are almost it sounds like they're going to be like almost like direct lead-ins well, into these movies
4: yeah because they have the actual actors now
0: right and, and so, have, for so so time. the wanda the, the show itself for wandavision from what they were saying sounds like it'll be like a precursor to the doctor strange movie and so if that's the case the the subject matter of the show like might be fantastic I'm just trying to figure out, like, why somebody was like WandaVision. Like, well, why would it be fantastic? Why would it be fantastic? Yeah. Like, what, well, but what, what makes you think it would be fantastic? Well, because the way they're talking about it is it might be like potential, like, Scarlet Witch might be actually like assisting Doctor Strange in that movie. Doing what? Like, actually like dabbling in the mystic arts herself. And so, which is, you know, a, a uh, like a part of what the character was like in the comics too, uh, like the chaos magic. Say again, like the chaos magic. Yeah, like with cha- yeah, like with chaos magic and such. And so, if the show itself is like her beginning to explore that kind of stuff, that could be really interesting. And especially if it's something where it's like okay, it like leads directly into this movie. It's like that could be awesome because it's like you know that the 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 world is is really unified and like the people that are doing. That show know exactly what's happening With that movie so it's not like You know it's not it, it's basically it could Potentially be like the the Thing that made the, that first season Of Agents of the Shield awesome Where you're just like wow like this Lead in like it's it seamlessly Led into the movie and Then you know you just kind of get that, that Momentum and so you know if it if it does that that's great now it it could not i don't you know but at the same time it's like the potential is there because i mean there's stuff to explore with that with with that character i mean you can do that it's just a matter of you know who who or what you're taking the time to actually try to do in, in regards to like what kind of groundwork you're trying to lay for for that character do you have faith in mcu tv disney plus I do. Yeah, I think I think the Disney Plus stuff is gonna be good. I do like th- I don't have any reason to doubt them at this point. It's like, you know, worst case scenario, it's Guardians, right?
2: <laughs>
0: and so it's like I don't think they're gonna do that with any of these with any of these shows, whether you're talking about Loki or the you know, the Falcon and Bucky Joint or WandaVision. Like I, I don't see, I don't think they're I, gonna I, do that. Every one of those. Say what?
2: I can see that happening with every one of those. Yeah, you think all of them could be turn out just bad i think so i mean it, it's uh you know it, it, everything's by committee
0: I guess here's the thing Like like from my perspective I'm just like The committee isn't Hasn't been my problem Like my problem Is when they let somebody Go on their own vision Like the only MCU movie That has really Like kind of Like the only ones I really dislike Are the ones where you have James Gunn doing what he wants And you know The committee Let that fool Like you know Run rampant Because I guess they felt like It doesn't matter what he does With those characters You know At this point Like you know Like I don't look at Scarlet Witch and feel like Oh I wish they would do something drastically different with that character it's like what they've done is okay I mean it's not it's not i don't know that i would say it's what I would have done with the character but it's not like i feel like it's a, a betrayal or a or a total like mismanagement of that particular character and if they go you know all, like if they just open it up a little bit to like some of the stuff that they've kind of already laid the foundation for i think it'll be okay so
3: yeah but We're, we'll
0: yeah, we'll see yeah we'll, we'll see what are you what are you thinking about this what are you all thinking about the the like the animated "What If" joint because I know you all like you mentioned it, and I think there was like two, ugh, and then y'all kind of moved on. Except for Oz, I think Oz was like, "Oh yeah, it's else. <laughs> no,
2: I mean I'm down with forward it. Forward it. Yeah, no, we all liked it. That's why we didn't spend time on
4: it. Oh okay. Yeah,
2: like you know, when we hate stuff, the show goes on and on. <laughs> we like it. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Joe didn't like the Omega mutant like classifications Went on forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The what Jeffrey Wright being the watcher, the voice of the watcher is tight. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Eternals. Ugh. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna watch that at all. Like really? I, I'm really. I don't think I'm watching any Marvel shit anymore. Really? Yeah, because it's all gonna tie into all that. And
0: yeah, you don't think that you you don't think any of that stuff is gonna be things things that you you might be
4: interested in.
2: No, I, no, I would. I'm nowhere near interested in. It. I have some. No?
4: I have some Eternal news, which is a. Uh, at this point rumors but the the place talking about them also oh. was the place that first mentioned the Batson and, and then taskmaster in in uh what's her face's black widow's movie so okay. they have a little bit of credibility today but they're they're okay. saying that uh thanos is going to return in the eternals possibly as flashbacks so i are they making Thanos an eternal? Well, he is an eternal. He, he is an eternal. Right. Like that
0: that would make a lot of sense actually. Like
2: I'm surprised they didn't like deal with eternal stuff a little
4: more with him. Okay. Yeah. So they have one guy there that reads comics.
0: But, well, even
2: <laughs> well, the thing is uh him being an eternal is like he's like he had a deviant gene, and he came right. out not looking like them, and that's why he wa- they they wanted to kill him at birth, and then they couldn't.
3: Yeah, they and ostracized,
2: he, and then he destroyed his own planet. But
0: that movie, you know, the movie ruined that already. It it definitely it like it is one of those things where it's kind of like I don't know how you necessarily I don't say rectify, but like, yeah, like he does not have Thanos how, in it. How you reconcile? Well, no, I don't. I don't see that thing though. It should not have Thanos. No, no, it's no just, it'd be easier. <laughs> Because oh, yeah, it would be, yeah, like, it would be
2: easier. Like, he's not even part of the Eternals from Earth, so I don't see why they're dealing with him necessarily in the movie. And, um, yeah, he's a Titan Eternal.
4: Okay. Right? And the other rumor from, from that same source uh, talked about the next Avengers team. Do you want to hear who's going to be in it? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard <laughs> Lauren say yes, and, you know, I read the story, so I'm going to read it anyway. But it's going to be... Uh, Obviously, Captain Marvel and the new Captain America, Jane Foster, Thor, Spider Man, Black Panther, Chang uh, chi Scarlet Witch, Ant Man, Wasp, Blade, and Doctor Strange. That's, That's interesting. A, a, a little bit dumb to to throw in Jane Foster, Thor at this point what? because I don't Why is think. Well, I don't think she's been tied down to more than Thor four at this point. Like the, the story isn't she's got a three picture deal. The story is she's going to be in Thor four. Yeah. More likely, because right. all you need to fill that role is an Asgardian. So more likely, I would say uh, Valkyrie would fill that position. Fine. I mean, they, you don't need a Thor, thunder, all that. You just need an Asgardian it, that's invulnerable.
2: They're supposed to be bringing Beta Ray Bill. They're not dude. gonna bring
4: no Listen, like
0: I see, I I disagree with that 100%. Oz, like I don't, I don't, I don't feel like. Oh well, you don't need Thor. You could just use Valkyrie. It's like no, nah, no, nah, dude. Like it's like an Avengers, like like I will not say good Avengers teams, but like the one ones that usually become iconic, you know, have a certain makeup to them.
4: Also, I don't think Hemsworth would ever say no. Well, the
2: thing about that team though, Larry, is that between female Thor or uh Valkyrie, there's plenty of makeup. What do you mean? Well, you said that they need makeup. No, no. Just
3: not. <laughs>
0: you crazy yeah but you you need or not need but it would be better to have a captain america and a thor on the team that especially considering that you're probably not gonna do an iron man well, you yeah,
3: know you're
2: spider-man
0: no no he, that's not that's, that's not what they're be. no that's not what they're he's gonna
2: so do bad. like he's got the satellite system control
0: no he's,
2: he's probably he's gonna, gonna, gonna be get a satellite system to refract the light to make everybody have amnesia to forget he's Peter Parker.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Yeah. Look, I'm I'm already preemptively not seeing anything MCU ever again just because they might do that.
0: <laughs> they're not they're not going to use a satellite system to Men in Black flash the world. I mean,
2: that's what Tony Stark did when in the comics. With what? With the satellites, he created a light post that made people forget that he was Iron Man. Who did that? Tony Stark. No, but I'm talking about like who wrote that. Oh, probably like Roy Thomas or somebody.
0: Oh, like in like the 70s? No, nah, but I think like the 80s. Yeah, I don't. I hope they don't do that. I don't think they will. I mean, that's a that's a bad story. I mean, it was good in the comics. Oh, I and, don't know. They sounds...
4: referenced it in like in Civil War too in the comics. Like, if Lawrence isn't endorsing it, I it can't be that good. I see. Well, he no didn't. It. I've I see seen didn't endorse it. some crap. No, I
0: wasn't reading Iron Man in the 80s.
2: I mean, I hated Iron Man, but I still read that.
0: Yeah. It's like, I don't, I, I just don't even see the, like,
2: I miss there's me. nothing
0: wrong with people knowing that Tony Stark is Iron Man to me.
2: No, well, after that, like, what he did. Yeah,
0: yeah never mind. <laughs>
2: What's wrong? Well, no, because he drunkenly tried to, like, help a Plane and he ended up killing a
0: bunch of people. Oh, gotcha. So then he was accountable. Yeah, yeah, that I understand. Uh, yeah, I forgot that that actually happened. I feel like they reference that every now and then, too.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, that's every time he goes to an AA meeting. Right.
4: I'm done. But, all right. Wrap up music. Let's get the fuck out of here. Probably should have taken that time to have the wrap up music ready. Huh? <laughs> I can, I can do it. No. Jay, you're on the What did you say? I don't know what I said. What did I say? I don't, I don't know.
0: You just like, rah, 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 rah. yeah. Jay, I, you're on deck for final thoughts. Okay. All right.
1: Jay um so I started reading Archie vs Predator 2 and it's starting out phenomenally with a huge multiverse story and it should be really good I'm enjoying it a lot
4: cool Oscor,
0: final thoughts
4: I can't be the only one watching Legion, am I?
0: Uh, I? I I'm not watching it yet, so yes, but I will be watching it. So
2: I'm waiting till it's over so I can just watch
0: it all at once. I, I'll, I'll probably start in the week.
4: Oh my god! Do drugs if you're gonna watch it. That's the plan. <laughs> like Mo is the only one that's actually gonna experience Legion the way it was meant to be
2: well no i watched the first three episodes like that like i literally like i that's why i decided to wait till it's totally over because i watched the first one then i'm like man this is cool we watched the second one high as fuck and then i'm like okay then when the third one came out we just watched all three high as fuck so it's like if we're gonna be doing this every time then we just gotta
4: like take a weekend and watch all three seasons yeah, but like I told you guys there's two episodes of like crazy action and, and mutant powers and people getting killed left and right and then followed up by episode where the climax is a rap battle I like it and it wasn't Legion it was like an old white dude. <laughs> most magnum final thoughts Uh yes yeah,
2: stay tuned next week we will be uh telling comicsketchart.com to go fuck themselves again. Also, uh, I'm going to be reviewing Mark's A Tale of of Neglect.
0: Word. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. Hit up the Twitter, hit up the Instagram, hit up our super secret Facebook group, and all that. This is Fantastic Forum only on all games Dot com.